With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up? Jason Tatum here. Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with Ripper Round, Andrew Velez, and Joe Dells. This is episode 249. In this episode, we are going to give our AFC and NFC Championship predictions, rank divisional losers by futures, talk about the Patriots hiring Bill O'Brien and the Lakers trading for Rui Hachimura. Shout out to everybody watching right now in the chat. Part two. Now, we mentioned it on social media, and we're going to mention it here. We are starting something new. We're going to be giving Boom Fantasy picks almost every day, probably every day, and we're going to be in a competition. Dells can't participate in it, unfortunately. Uh, not like it would have mattered. Probably would have finished in the middle or last, damn. not first. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. But what, what's your stop, playoff stop. Come on, oh. bro. It's like we don't have to do this. We know. But it's going to be Drew, Riv, and I. We're all going to be competing. And, John, can you pull up the Boom Fantasy graphic of um, the just our predictions for today? So, John's about to pull up our graphic. And as you can Shout see. Shout out our brother, John Tortorelli, man. As you, can see on the, as you can see on the graphic, we each are O and O right now, starting fresh from now on. Bullshit, and we man. can each give our picks. So, tonight, I am going with Jonas Valanciunas. 10 rebounds. This is on Boom Fantasy. So Jonas Valanciunas, 10 rebounds. That's what I'm going with. Because Drew stole my line. I was going to go it. with Donovan Mitchell over 26 Stop and a half. This guy and Drew said, said, you know what? I'll take Mitchell. And I said, you know what? Go, go ahead He's and capping. He's go capping like hell. Because what I, he said, yo, Drew, send me a lock. I said, all right. I opened the app. First thing I see, Donovan Mitchell, 26 and a half against the Knicks. It's fate. He's about to have an all-timer. If he dropped 40, I wouldn't be crazy. But I still think... You know, my Knicks are going to pull out the W, of course. But this might be the lock of all locks. Donovan Mitchell, 26 and a half. If we would have started this last week or this this weekend, all I'm going to say is I'd be 1-0 still. How do you figure? Because my lock was Josh Allen, 22 and a half completions. 25. Oh. Okay. But Mine we start, was Joe starting, Burrow, two We're starting this week. Whatever. That's ideal. It's all right. What's your lock, bro? Uh, my lock is PG over five, uh, over five, five and a half, six. right? Yeah, over five and a half. Saw that. Every time I bet on PG, I seem to win. So and that's, that's a steep a, number. Gonna, it is steep, but he's. I mean, he's, he's a playmaker. Yeah, they have my point guard right now. I mean, that's not horrible. Yeah. So we'll see. You know, your it boys, just, your boys been catching a heater. Yeah. Every time I bet on PG, he always seems to to win. So Paul George has not had five assists 
in like the last four games. He had a 12 assist game, but it's been four assists, 12 assists, four assists, one assist. And then he hasn't really played. You know what you need? To manifest. I'm good. He's having five assists at least today. today. I was comfortable in a Jonas line. Look at Jonas these last couple of games. I mean, they are playing the Lakers, so I don't know. I don't know. Valanciunas has had 16 rebounds, 10, 10, 13, 16. He had a four-rebound game against Celtics, and he's had 12, 10, 10, and 17. He's been pretty consistent. It feels like a lock. I'm not going to lie, unless I get the four-rebound night. (laughs) Shout out to our brother Tyler Wallace. I saw my name in there. What does it say? Tyler Wallace Wallace says, Drew, because the Eagles won, can you get, or if you already got one, a Darius Slay, a.k.a. Big Play Slay jersey, and we're on the pod. Add to the NFC collection. Be a friend of the show, too. We <laughs> <laughs> have damn near every team in the NFC West. Right. Well, I need um, I need the commanders to get somebody good. Boots just locked. And and, and once Snyder's out, uh, nice. once Snyder's no longer threes. the owner, then I'll cop a jersey. I'm going to boycott that team until he's gone. Boycotting who? Uh, the commanders no, actually, until... No. I'm banning. You cannot get an Eagles jersey. Nah. Why? No. Big play slay jersey. The Eagles jersey. You've been nuts. rooting for the Giants, the Cowboys, Yeah, you Eagles. have like... Yeah, you, you, that cannot happen. Hey, man. I'm consistent. Fuck with those teams. Can't say I don't. That's just sick. Just right. got to be honest. I do. Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. You're a jinx. We're going to lose. <laughs> hey, last year I said the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. They won. So maybe I'm not a jinx. I've just been kind of off this year. I'm not going to front. You know? It does. It does. But, I'll, you know, I'm going to – I've got to finish strong. It's not about how you, how you start. It's about how you finish. Who you had coming out the NFC first time? I had – well, long, long ago – the Bucks, but oh, then, but then for a while, but then for a while, had the Eagles, but then oh, okay. they faced the Giants, and I went with Destiny, and that was my downfall. <laughs> the Destiny shit always the kills Des- me. Yeah, it's like, it's like if they would have went on like a seven game win streak to get in, like the Jags are more of a team than Destiny than the Giants were. Yeah. Nah, they both lost. <laughs> Destiny is hilarious. So shout out to Orlando Martinez donated four ninety nine. Go go! Shout out to Kenny Pickett. Shout out to shout out KP man. And tomorrow we are going to be live on playback. For those of, of you that want to watch an NBA game with us, we'll be live on playback. Now, to start off the show, Mojo Report. We're going to give a Mojo Report. Um, Sunday, we were at the bar, and Mojo paid for our cash. Shout out to Mojo, them. man. We had a really good time. And Where the fuck we did it? <laughs> You're right. Lost. You're right. I had a great time. You're right. It was, we did not. The vibes were immaculate. Just the game was, was not ideal. So right now, here's what's happening on Mojo. Trade rumors have pushed Jordan Love up 2.1%. Mm-hmm. A share of Jordan Love is currently $6.51. Josh Allen's future value went down 10%. Saw that. Wow. He was at $101 a week ago. Now he's at $90. Ooh. And Mojo is projecting him to have to ha- to for Joe Burrow to have more future value than Josh Allen moving forward. Wow, it's that. happened. Didn't and that. the Jordan Love, that's from both ends. If Whether they trade Aaron Rodgers or there's reports saying that Jordan Love might ask out if he's not going to be the starter. I mean, he's going into year four. He wants to prove it. He wants to be on the field. So either way, there's a good chance Love starts. You know how I feel Finally. about Jordan Love. Finally. <laughs> four years in the making. <laughs> I think Jordan Love, if he says the Green Bay, is going to show up. If he leaves Green Bay, he's going to show out. I think Jordan Doesn't Love matter. can play. He showed on the I Jets? think he can play. That Listen, I know it wasn't a lot. It, it was not a lot. But that game versus the Philadelphia Eagles when he was just thrown in, in there, how he played, it showed me something. I think he can play. And out, coming out of college, he had all the talent and all the traits. He doesn't lack that. You know, I think him learning behind Aaron Rodgers has helped him prepare for this moment, and I hope he gets to play this upcoming season. And you season. know what could also happen? 
Aaron Rodgers could come to the Jets. He mentored Zach Wilson, and then we have you know same situation. Congratulations, Aaron Rodgers! Rodgers. You said what you're a New York Jet. (laughs) That shit had me cracking up. You saw what Aaron Rodgers said about Zach Wilson, right? Yeah, he's very talented. I had to tell him to get out the facility, go enjoy your life. He's such a hard worker. That's why you don't give up on Zach Wilson yet. He's gonna be on the roster. I'm telling you, he's gonna be on the roster. He's a hard worker, man. He's a hard worker. I I I never doubted that. So what's Zach Wilson ceiling? So I don't know. <laughs> Should I I'm, I'm going right to let Tom tell. I'm going <laughs> to let Tom tell with Zach Wilson. Just but give me Aaron Rodgers and we'll figure out the rest Mentoring later. Zach and listen, Zach, he's, he's going to bounce back. All he's right. going to bounce All back. All right, cool. It might not be next year. It might not be yeah. the year after that. That'd be the year 8-9 like Gino. But he will bounce back. We'll right, be cool. here yeah. 32 years old talking about Zach Wilson. So other things that happened. Brock Purdy, his stock all time now is up 415%. Damn. Gotta love now, it. Damn. And he's the most traded player on Mojo also. People are not believing. It's crazy because 415% is a lot. A lot. And this is just my advice. You don't got to take goes. it. But if you, t- if you tell the fans to sell, I'm going to have a hard time. I invested into Brock Purdy very early. Yeah. For those that saw late that, oh, there's a sizable return in this guy, you kind of missed the boat. I don't know how much longer this is going to go. Don't agree with this statement. So, but we'll see. You know, right now it's really good. But am I gonna invest in him in this NFC Championship game? I don't know. Listen, you gave I, me you I, gave I, me ammunition before the show started. You told me that this this um, platform, of course, Mojo, is very dependent with with the EPA stat. Uh, if you're if you're a quarterback and you have a very high EPA. It, the, the stock the happens to go stack. up. Was not <laughs> um, at all. So you know, you told me again. I'm not a huge fan of advanced stats. I'm not. Um, but since it's directly correlated and against the Seahawks, he had the second highest EPA behind Dak Prescott. And this week, of course, you know, it was just, he had to get through the week. This is probably the most mediocre Brock has looked since he's become the starting quarterback. Still had an all right game, but I'm just saying, you know, this is very EPA dependent. I was just shocked to see that his stock went up so high during the game against Seattle. And then after the game, it plummeted. And it has to do with the fact that, yes, he is the most traded player in Mojo because people do not believe in Brock. And against the Cowboys, he had an all right game. So, again, where it did go up again, people are not believing against the the Eagles. They think that Brock Purdy is going to come back to earth. Every single week, people believe less and less and less. He has continued to play at the level that the Niners need in order to get on to the next round. So, I I mean, I'm going to be hesitant to to sell. Joel's telling you one thing. If you're a Joel guy, hey. I don't blame you. This guy's very smart. Screaming. I already just I already made three hundred percent on him. That's why. I made some yeah. money from it too, no doubt about it. I'm just saying, why not keep riding the wave? Until he shows you that he's mid. Why not keep riding? And your thoughts on Brock Purdy should correlate pretty high with Trey Lance. If you think Trey Lance is a scrub, he can't play, he's not a starter in this league, you should be investing in Brock Purdy because there's a very small chance the 49ers are going to bring in a different quarterback. If you think Lance is that guy, draft him number three overall, the draft capital, the first-round picks they used to trade up to get him, and you think there's a chance he starts, then maybe you should consider selling him because that's really going to be the determining factor of his long-term value. If he goes into next season or sometime this offseason, we hear from Shanahan, Brock Purdy's our starter, no questions asked. His value is going to go up a 1,000%. If we come out and it says Trey Lance is going to have a shot, you're going to see his value fall down. So a lot of it depends on what you think of Trey Lance. I still got stock in a Hertz from like week three. I ain't selling that. You should should never sell it. He was my $500 free sign-up. Jalen Hurts. You know, this this past year. I sold my A.J. Brown one, though, because receivers and playoffs can't really trust him too much. This past year in the NFL, I think the most quarterbacks started a game in a very long time, or I think in history. 
there's a lot of money to be made in backup quarterbacks on Mojo because F. once they start, their price shoots up for a little bit, and you know then it goes back down. And it's a really good way to, to make, make some, some quick money. Quick money, That's exactly. Quick money. Absolutely. That's what I thought Brock Purdy was. You know, but, I mean, hey. He's I, played I stopped, well longer. I mean, he's I played stopped, well, well I, longer than expected. I stopped investing in Brock Purdy after the wild card game. After the Seattle game, I took my money out because now the tougher opponents come. Hey, no, you thought Dallas would beat them. You know, if if Brock, this is this is what I will say. <laughs> I will be watching the Niners closely because the reason why Brock's price hasn't shot up to like it hasn't ballooned past I think eight dollars is because his future as a starting quarterback is still in doubt. Now. I will be reading reports of that quarterback battle. If I feel like Brock has the edge, I will be investing very oh, early. As on you him. should. As so you should. when they name him the starter, it's You're gonna it's gonna skyrocket. See, that's why you keep yeah. your money in and trust your guy. Well, he's not. Brock or just not cash it out and just. No, no, like, I'm I'm speaking yeah. very generally. Yeah, yeah, Rivs guy for sure, Rivs guy. I actually have money in Brock Purdy. I, I won't so sell it because I, I do know, too. Yeah. So I'll keep it for a while. Also, other news. Anthony Richardson is up 11% at $13. Speak of that. And if he goes in the first round, he could skyrocket Um, from that as well. Listen, Anthony Richardson, he is very raw. There's there's a lot of uh, of hype around Richardson, but I think he's going to be a first-round pick. I think, you know, if his agents and scouts and NFL people he's connected to said, you're not going to be a first-round pick, he probably would have went back to school. What year is he? He's a redshirt sophomore, so he could have had one more season. Um, So So he's technically a junior. Yes, yeah. um, But it sounds like he's going to be a first-round pick, and that's all you could ask for if you're a quarterback. We see guys like Malik Willis who went in the third round. I see a lot of comparisons to that. It's a completely different world if you get selected in the first and third round of the NFL draft. Not just success rate, but just opportunity. Anthony Richardson is probably going to get a chance to start at some time in his first year. We didn't think Desmond Ritter was going to see it. He saw the field. Malik Willis, although it was due to injury. Wherever he goes, whether it's because he's better than the starter or because the starter gets hurt, there's a strong chance he plays in his first year. And the fact that he's such a great rusher, at the minimum, he's going to give you a floor, right? Like we see Justin Fields, who is still very raw as a passer. He's able to go out there and be one of the most explosive rudders in the NFL. Anthony Richardson, he could do the same thing. He's okay. he's a crazy good athlete. Um, the arm, the development definitely has some work, but you see you see sparks on film. You see tight window throws. You see throws with anticipation. He's not as raw, I don't think, as a guy like Malik Willis was last year. So I'm not shocked to see him rise as we you know get closer to draft day because he's going to be a first round pick and the hype's going to be even higher. What's like? What do you think? Like, is his biggest outside of the rushing? What's his biggest strength in the pocket? He's got a cannon. His arm is nuts. His arm is nuts. Physically, he's a freak. He's just not accurate. Physically, he's a freak. Yeah, he's completed less than sixty percent of his passes. Did play in the SEC. It's also his first year starting. Like he was, he played very limited snaps his his second year. In his first year, I think he was mostly used as like a running back. So he's still very raw. Like he only has twelve or thirteen career starts in college. So you definitely need to work with. I would have liked to see him stay one more year, come a little bit more polished. Isn't I the next year's class stay. pretty stacked? Though? It is. Yeah, he wouldn't have been. Uh, maybe he would have been a first round pick. That's There's a gamble, definitely. though. That's a big saying. gamble. Definitely. But if you know your first round pick for sure, might as well go, go out, get your gamble. Remember Matt Barkley? Matt Barkley? Matt Barkley's yep. supposed to be the number one overall pick next year. Fifth he, round pick. Really? Yeah. He has no tools, though. No, no. Damn. He wasn't good. He was garbage. He was a good college quarterback. He was a very good college quarterback. You Timmy is arguably greatest college basketball. Yo, Riv, somebody said he. Somebody has a question for you, bro. So, Joe Burrow, I'm going to read those questions after this Mojo Park. I was going to say. So, Joe, this this week, Mojo released their liquid props, their liquid player props. And I took Joe Burrow's four total playoff passing touchdowns is what his prop was at. And 
he had three. He has three total for the playoffs now, and Moj is projecting him to now get three more, so that would put him at six. And my liquid prop has went up 54% from that. Damn, that's yeah. tough. Yeah. Shout out to Mojo, man. It was very hit or the miss for me. Liquid props are pretty weekend. lit. It, it was very hit or miss for I me. I was going to say, you hit with the Travis Kelsey one yes, for sure. big time. The Jamar Chase, you almost cashed the fuck yeah, out. because he almost yeah. had two touchdowns. Oh, I was so sick. It was close. It was definitely a borderline play. I understood him saying not a touchdown, but it was close. Yeah, like for me, when I, I had money on the Jamar Chase touchdowns, and the first touchdown got me at like $140. Once he had the second touchdown, I went up to like $210. Yeah, you were lit. And while they were reviewing it, I was trying to cash my money out. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. It's a shame. Which makes sense. It's a shame. But you guys can use code PICKASIDE100 to deposit into Mojo and get a $100 bonus on your first deposit. Now, on to these Super Chats. One ninety nine from 4. Glad the Bills lost. Not going to lie. Media crowned them. Media did crown them. No. Oh, crowned. Yeah, crowned. Both. They both. They did. They did get crowned well earlier than they should have. I was one of those guys. And then they did get clowned, in fact. Yeah, he, they I were the favorite coming to the I will year. do it again next year. The Bills, Josh yeah. Allen? Won't lie I got to see some additions. I got to see some it's additions. It's going to happen again next I'm year, off. I'll be honest. I'm actually going to you know, put some little money in the Josh next year because the stock is low. Yeah, it, but yeah, I'm, it I'm is. Doing yeah, the uh, fact that he dropped 10% just off that game is crazy. Yeah, I mean, Because he's still, he's still great. I thought the first game would have been the one that dropped him really bad, but the second game was like, damn. Both of them dropped him. Yeah, but that's just, the, just the way they lost. Too. It's back. not like if they would have lost 34-31 like the Miami nah, game, then it would have been different. But they yeah, they don't worry. I'll be, I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. This is from Q Boogie, donated $4.99. The Bills roster and coaching does not stack up to other AFC teams outside of quarterback. Gabe Davis is definitely a three. Also, Eagles to the bowl. I think the only teams are really talking about are the Chiefs and Bengals. And even still, you could argue over the regular season, the Bills had a better defense. It was really just the playoffs. These Bengals are just so locked in right now on both sides of the ball, and what, they got outcoached. Would the Bills have beat the Jaguars, in your opinion? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, if I'm going to use hindsight, am I allowed to use hindsight? What do you mean? In hindsight, after watching this Bengals-Bills game, I don't feel too confident that it would have happened. Yeah. I mean, if you count the NFC, it's like 3-14. Like, I think the that the Bills would have won, too, but at the same time... And I only say that for the fact that Jaguars really didn't execute their offense to their fullest potential, where the Chiefs gave up a lot of open plays they just didn't execute, which is why I feel like I would have slightly leaned the Bills just because they have a little bit more experience. But overall, this team really was underwhelming. The entire Well, of course, they, they won a lot of games. They won a lot of games in a row. I get what you mean. Underwhelming for what their expectations yeah. were. And I say that as a team that was the number two seed, was the number one seed for a majority of the season. So it's unfortunate the way it ended. Four also donated one dollar nine cents again, and they've never won any. They never won anything <laughs> nasty agenda. Bills, yeah, they haven't. Dude is a Bills hater. No, he's not. He's, he's, not, he's, he's not fucking on with him. Yeah, Aaron be, Boone here nine dollars nine cents. Aaron's head coach. I gotta ask the smartest, most calculated, most entertaining <laughs> podcaster on the show: Would you take Tua over Daniel Jones and Dak? Or would you take Dak because nobody is taking Jones? This is for Riv. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. What was it? Do I take Tua, Wait, Jones? Tua, Daniel Jones, and Dak. So I guess rank them. Um, I'll probably go, because of age, I'll probably take Tua and Daniel Jones over Dak. Um, oh, but when I said it last show, really? I got fucking crucified. Tua and DJ over Dak? Yeah, just because of ridiculous. age, yeah. Oof. Sorry, I mean, Dak's like 28, 29. He's 30. 30? Yeah. Okay. And I don't have to pay to it right now. 
to be fair. I don't have to pay too. What if we just take contracts? Oh, just off talent. Let's just talent. Do. I will go Dak. Like stand on your word. I will stand go. on your no, word. Because when we do would you rather's, we're not saying so contracts. So talent. I will go. Like, I think Dak's the best comfortably. I would go Daniel Jones. Then Tua. And then Tua. This Daniel Jones type is going to be so funny in like a couple years, bro. I don't know. Daniel Jones <laughs> and Dak Prescott look pretty similar. I'm taking Dak pretty comfortably. Nah, no, hey, I thought pretty comfortably. Daniel was much worse. Oh, really? Much worse? <laughs> I mean, they both were The worst quarterback shit. this weekend was easily Dak Prescott. Nah, if no. Dak Prescott plays, okay. If he plays, okay. No, for sure. And and think about it. How many points did Dallas put up? 12? 19. 12 to 19. Oh, Dallas put up 12. Sorry. They put up 12 yeah, points. 12. I'm just saying, wasn't a, uh, if you really want to... Yeah, no, I'm going to take Dak. I'm going to have to strongly disagree. Because if Dak plays, no, no, I'm just speaking generally. Oh, okay. So talking just oh, no, off this I'm one just game. Talking, I'm just, yeah, literally just this one okay. game. Literally just this one game. <laughs> That's why it's, it's hard. No, of course. Listen, listen. Listen, listen I, still, I still lean Dak. I, listen, I've never said I don't lean Dak. I just say that it's a little bit of a com- more of a conversation that you guys want to have. I have That's Daniel it. too. It's not. No, I'm fine with it. I put Daniel I mean, you're right, you're right, you're right. No, no, it's fine. It's a, it's a conversation I don't want to. No, have. for sure. <laughs> I don't want to. I know. I know because that's your okay. guy. So you don't you don't like EPA per play. You don't like these fucking advanced stats. Advanced stats can off eat of me. basic stats. He was nuts. Jones completed fifty five percent of his passes. Dak sixty two. Jones had one hundred thirty five yards. Dak had two hundred six. Jones had zero touchdowns. Dak had one. DJ had one interception. Dak had two. DJ had a fifty three point eight rating. Dak had sixty three point six. So even if we want to go by the basic stats, Dak had a better game. They're both mid. They both played mid. I guess so. I thought I mean they were both mid. So I have a question for you then. Um, and I, I <laughs> it's funny because all season long, because you understand what side I'm on. It's not about Daniel Jones. Okay. All season long, when I've had my reservations about Dak, yes, you've been one to defend. Yeah, no, him. for sure. So what about now? No, I'm I'm still in supporting of Dak, but it gets turned on you, of course, because <laughs> you you <laughs> had your reservations. And then you were all in to the point where Dallas was going to the bowl. No, no, no. Wait, yeah, yeah, right. All right, listen, I'm not <laughs> not winning right. it though. Because somebody said right. winning, and I was like, I, I never uh, had a winning. You never said had this was Dak's year. No, I didn't. You said this was no, Dak's year. I said this Dak's year to prove someone there is wrong. You said they were going. Maybe not winning. I was never going. I would have never picked them over the Chiefs and Bengals. That's not playing. You said they were going to the Super Bowl. Said they were going to the Bowl. No, no, yeah, for sure. Maybe not winning. You're telling me this Cowboys defense wouldn't have given the Chiefs a really good game? They could have, but I'll say taking Patrick Mahomes. Really? How sure are you of that? How sure? No, 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 no. No, you can be sure. How sure are you two of that? I think you were taking the Chiefs. All right, that's respectful. I would have taken the Chiefs just because of the Mahomes factor. No, I'm talking. What do you think he would have done? What do you think he would have done? That's the question. What he would have done was exactly this. We would have went on a live reaction. We would have talked about the games. He would have said, I'm tossing back and forth on this game. <laughs> then he would have did all his film work, tweeted about it. Then we would have got to the show. He would have been propping us up, propping yeah. us up, and then eventually yeah, take the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. I, I, I think I agree. Yeah. Spot on. Yeah, Spot he would have exactly Spot that. on. <sighs> but, yeah, my initial intuition was right about Dak. He's great. <laughs> he's just it's just stop, stop, guys. Don't argue. Don't argue. Don't argue. Don't argue. He was, just don't ter- argue, he was don't terrible. You, don't, you don't get to be right and wrong, bro. No, I, yeah, you can. You can you definitely no. can be right and wrong, bro. Come on. Somebody watched the, watches a video for if if nobody if nobody knows who I am and the first video they watch is me saying I don't trust Dak. Somebody will say that guy was right, and if he watches a video later and says that, that you know I, video, I'm, I'm a not, trust I'm a trust Dak. In the same video, oh, that guy was wrong. Say they were gonna uh, go to the Super Bowl. Same video. <laughs> Where you said you it's Dak's time. You said this is Dak's time. I always time. thought the Cowboys had had the potential to make it out the NFC, though. I just never sure about Dak. He was my only reservation on the team. <laughs> you didn't think, but, but no, it was it's crazy because you did not think Dallas was going to the Super Bowl from week one to week eighteen. <laughs> 
They beat the Bucks, and then they, for they, five no, no, days no, no, they were going to the Super that's Bowl, cap, and then that's it was cap. over. I, I gave him a chance. I gave him a chance in the middle in the middle of the year. I talked highly about the house. Bucks over them. It's Tom Brady, bro. <laughs> like, what? It's Tom Brady. What am I gonna say? Oh, geez. Well, I just, lot, I, sometimes people, you gotta take yourself a lot out of the conversation. Pick the Bucks I'm a, you know what I mean? You gotta take yourself out to let them hear what's going on. But I will say. After we watching a game, the Cowboys game, <laughs> and the Niners, <laughs> I, I really don't. Every I don't, time he goes to talk, activated. No, bro, everything when, when wasn't he starts to talk and he starts to smile, that, he, that he gets me every T. Hilton. time. I know you saw that. He missed the that scene. Was that, was that was bad. But there were plays there that I, I thought. But there's a linebacker. Was that the play that, that Fred Warner is playing? I mean, you, I understand. He's a linebacker is playing defense on your number yeah, one. Always gets most he's the, the quarterback, so he gets the most blame. But the same way I've been defending Josh Allen since he's lost, looking back at the film, I was like, you know, maybe I should have defended Dak Prescott like this because they were both in, like, very similar situations. And the Niners' defense, I mean, shit, the Bengals' defense is like that too. They're both like that. Now, going on to Q Boogie donated $1.99. Trey Lance in Tennessee looks more real now. Yeah. We, we talked about that, I think, uh, a couple weeks ago on the show. That'd be interesting. The, the Niners, I don't know, he was in the yeah. front office, is now the GM in Tennessee. Lance to the Tennessee Titans? Yeah. If Lance gets traded, more quarterbacks exa- come to the AFC. No, but nice. Brock Purdy, you oh, really stamps. have to keep your, your money in on him. There's a decent chance. I used to pray for times like this. The next donation from Barbara Shack donated $4.99. Pick a side for life. Giants over Jets. I want to hear the debate for who has the brighter future. It's the Giants for we me. Did this oh, yeah, Shout out to Drew this. for being a real one. We Shout did out this. to you, I man. think we were all... I don't know if you were on the show. Were Jets. You? I'll you were the word. We were on the Jets. Oh, Drew wasn't here for it. It's because we thought it was. Zach Wilson would be great. We yes. folded. Even midseason when he wasn't that great, we, we still, still pick it. We're still believed. on the Jets. I still think they have a more talented team. They just don't have quarterback. The defense, defense really is. Yeah. It allows you to really hone Offensively in your focus. Too, though. Brees Hall, yeah, yeah. too. But it's like sure. your, but your defense really. Oh no, they backpack. There's a yeah. window. Yeah. I, yeah. Is all I say. Yeah. There's a window that you guys have to be great. Yeah, everyone's young though. The thing yeah. is, it's a pretty yeah. long window. It's just a matter of financial these guys under contract. You have to pay them at the same time. Yep, nutty. That's what the Giants looking like in twenty. We're actually going to talk Saquon about the Cowboys for a CMC or contract. the Giants' future. We're going to talk about the Cowboys, the Giants' future in their divisional round loser segment. We're going to get on to the first segment of the show because it's already been 20 minutes, and I want to make this prediction for this game because I'll be honest with you guys. This has been a very tough 48 hours for me. On the AFC side, you have two teams that I wish both can make it. I wish I can pick both. I wish I didn't have to pick a winner. You would eventually have to pick a winner. I love the Chiefs and Bengals. And, you know, you Dallas can be witness in my notes. What do I have next to prediction? Question marks. How, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to pick yet. Mm. And then on the NFC side, we have two teams that I really don't like. <laughs> and I don't want either to make You said that why the Niners. Like Eagles? No, at a point in time, I remember you saying you felt the most comfortable with the Niners. I do. Wait, why don't you I like the Eagles, though? I hate the Brock Purdy hype. I do. I'm sorry. Why do you hate it? No, just, that's what no, like that's what succeeded. that's what bothered me. You can think he's not a great he was quarterback. Just the Eagles like, last year, he was, he was proper for us. That's because I that's because I had you no, guys. Be I get it. Than you hate senses. the Brock Purdy narrative, right? Yes. Because up until right now, he has proved you wrong. Up until right now, no. Then why do you hate it? Because <laughs> they try to put him in a conversation with Dak Prescott. So that's why you hate it. I just Loser. think they're now putting him in a conversation that I don't think he belongs in. All right, but and then with Jalen Hurts, how about us? The conversation that we have. 
But Jalen Hurts, he's outside. the only great guy, and the roster's terrible. Like that's just the narrative with Jalen Hurts. I don't now. think uh, no one says that. Soul says, well, that. Dak, no one says that. It's gonna be tough because Dak isn't gonna be able to be in a conversation with either one of them because he has never made NFC championship. Yeah, so it's, it's it's tough. Tough. so really, <laughs> so really, honestly, like <laughs> he's got the same amount of playoff wins this, as Brock Purdy. The NFC not. prediction for me is really about picking between lesser of two evils, in my opinion. Damn, that's just my. So that's why you're going with the Niners. But we're talking about the Chiefs first. We're talking about the Chiefs. I read this guy like a book. Well, we'll talk about the Chiefs right now. Now. The Chiefs are 0-3 against the Bengals. Earlier this season, the Bengals beat them 27-24. All three games were within three points. Now, I want to ask you guys, who do you think is going to win this game? This guy's come out oh, I thought, I thought you were going to be the one Bro, to go. No, no, no. Unless no, you want me is, to start. No, this is what I want to do. Okay. I'm going to pass it back to you because you are the Bengals and the Chiefs guy, allegedly. So we are all very intrigued to hear what you have to say. Unbiased over here. <clears throat> I'm going to start off by saying this. <laughs> he's got no clue what he's going to say. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and Joe Burrow are the greatest quarterbacks that I've seen my in, in my lifetime, I'm going to be honest. Well, along with Tom Brady, I'm sorry. New age, these are the two guys. Burrow's better than Peyton Manning? Phenomenal. Burrow? I like him better. He's more swaggy. Peyton didn't have he is swag. more swaggy, undoubtedly. My God. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback I've ever, I've ever seen. I don't care about the accolades. And that's why, to me, this, the way people are talking about this game it's kind of irritating me mm-hmm. because they're saying if the Chiefs and Mahomes lose, yep. then he's number two now. Yep. His legacy takes a hit. And that's true. It sucks because I, I watch those videos and I get really mad about him. But then I remember and I'm like, ah, oh, but it's Joe Burrow. Ah, it's, it's not that bad. It's, it's, you know, if it was like hurts, oh, couldn't take it. But Burrow, okay, I understand it. It's understandable. Very. That's interesting. Very. When I look at this game, I look at key matchups. Okay. Chris Jones versus the Bengals' interior offensive line. We know that they they have three backups. Chris Jones is one of the best defensive players in the league. He doesn't get his respect because the Chiefs are all Mahomes and the offense. But Chris Jones is a game wrecker. And last matchup, they had to double-team the entire game, and that was with their offensive line healthy. So with them unhealthy – Chris Jones is somebody who can take advantage of this defense, and if they do try to double him, it leaves Frank Clark and George Car- Karloftis on one-on-ones in the outside. First matchup, Samaji P. Ryan had 106 rushing yards, 65 were after contact, which tells me the Chiefs couldn't tackle. If the Chiefs tackle better, there's a chance they, they, have, they have a better chance at neutralizing a run game, and the, the Bengals have been one of the better running football teams all season long, especially since their offense, I think, after week six, was exclusively from shotgun because it was so unpredictable. When people talk about this game, they say the Bengals are the better roster. They're more complete. They're this and they're that. The Chiefs are a complete team. This isn't just Mahomes and the offense. The defense since since week 14 have had the fourth best drop back EPA on defense in the entire league. I love their front four. Their linebackers, Nick Bolton and Willie Gay Jr., they're really fast. They're really rangy. These guys are a dangerous combination. Trent McDuffie has been playing well. Juan Thorn has been playing well. I love the Jerry Sneed in the slot. This team is talented. It is. And the interior of their offensive line is elite. Their tackles, they struggle. They allow the most pressures. And that's where I think Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard can take advantage. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, this is a complete team. My reservations for this game mostly have come with the success Luana Rumo has had against Patrick Mahomes in these matchups. Luana Rumo 
does not get talked about as a head coach candidate. But this guy is, I think, the best defensive coordinator in the NFL right now. What he's able to do with the talent that he has, and don't get me wrong, the Bengals have some good talent, but Eli Apple, Cam Taylor Britt, Mike Hilton, who's one of the better slots, but they lost Awuzie. Their secondary did not take a hit. They don't allow explosive plays. And versus Buffalo in the divisional round, they covered 67% of Buffalo's offensive plays. People clamped. Yeah, people talk about Josh I not being good, and yes, he missed some throws. Every quarterback missed some throws. Mm-hmm. But the Bengals' defense came to play, 100%. and they contained the pocket so well for so well against Josh Allen that it. I mean, it was a very tough game, and this is what Luan Rumo does. He draws up the perfect game plans for his opponent, and Mahomes has not had much success against them because they're able to rush three and drop eight and cover well. And when you allocate more people to the secondary, it, it stops a lot of these little routes, route combinations that the Chiefs like to do. Quarterbacks win a rumor's defenses face over the last couple of years. Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Lamar, 2021 MVP Rodgers. The average EPA per dropback has been minus .03, which is basically Mac Jones this year. Uh-huh. Your guy. Just laughing at EPA mentioned every single time. Mm-hmm. That's why for and this was this was a stab by Benjamin Solak. It's because EPA is really, you know, you're the right, way you're right. Measure, Listen, yeah. people like it. Not everyone. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> I think this game. Here, here it comes. Ah oh, man, it's so hard to pick, man. You didn't mention but Mahomes, you know what? Uh, injury too. You at didn't all. at all. I didn't mention it because I think Mahomes will be fine. And really? that's good to know. Patrick really Mahomes on one leg. Still can bother it's still him. A top it's, three it's still Patrick Mahomes. It's Mahomes he's who he's a, been because his pocket presence is some of the best. Phenomenal. In the Absolutely. I mean, this guy is electric. I know this analysis is going to sound dumbed down because I've listed all these That's things. Fine. Go ahead. I don't think Mahomes is losing four in a row. And every game they've played has been Close. a three-point game. Two of them, they have had a lead, and the Bengals have came back. But this year is different. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs can run the ball. They can. Pacheco has been amazing this year. No they should give it some more. But – the Chiefs can really run the ball. They have a run game. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by this team is complete. They have a great offensive line. They have a great run game. They have a great passing game. Yep. They have a they have a really good defense. You know, it's not the best defense, but they get stops. It's not it's not a turnstile. It's not the Giants defense. It's not the Ugh. Vikings defense. <clears throat> this defense is good. It's right. good. And they have a it's game right. record in Chris Opinion. Jones. Bro, I mean, you saw what they did against the Jaguars. They really uh, using our eyes, I'll be honest, it it looked a lot better, but statistically they let up, uh, uh, I believe, 11% of their plays were perfectly covered. 11. That was the lowest by far of any team. That's the only reason. That I'm hesitant. I'm taking the Chiefs in this matchup. Got the Chiefs. You did I, all I, that. Loved, I loved your analysis, and I love that you said the statement that you made because everything you listed, mostly, was in defense of the Bengals, except for the fact that you're right. You can't see Mahomes losing four in a row. And I said the same thing on our live reaction. If you haven't checked those out, go check those out. We drop live reactions to both Saturdays and Sunday's games. And I felt similarly. That was my immediate reaction. I can't see Mahomes losing a fourth straight game. And I've used narrative a lot to drive my picks. People know this. And I'm tired of it. I can't do it anymore. (laughs) Because the statistics are showing me, the facts are showing me, the Bengals should win this game. 
The defensive output that they put forth against the Bills was amazing. One that I was not expecting personally. We were hurt. They absolutely shut down the Bills, particularly their rush defense. DJ Reader was the highest-graded player in that matchup. He was phenomenal. And the Bengals' offense has just been clicking. There's no stopping them. You thought you could stop their their run game? Oh, Joe Mixon goes for over 100. You're not stopping Joe Burrow. That was never even a thought in anyone's mind. But you got to give credit to the Ravens because the Ravens did put forward a very good game plan. But end of the day, Joe Burrow did go out there and execute. And against a a defense in the Kansas City Chiefs that I have been down on, and you could have the numbers put forth. I'm fine with it. But in my opinion, from what I saw against the Jaguars, they had some good moments. But the Jaguars' offense is simply not on the level as the Bengals. And the Bengals have done it for two years consistently. And when it comes to playing the Chiefs, I'm not making this a Mahomes versus Burrow thing. When it comes to playing the Chiefs, Burrow comes up and plays big time, every single time. And that defense comes to play. Outside, last year, if you go look at the AFC Championship game, Mahomes was near flawless in the first half. In the second half and in overtime, Mahomes looked a shell of himself. That, that plays a factor into the Bengals' defensive coordinator and how great he is in terms of making adjustments. Against Kansas City, where they, they, they have been great offensively all season long, the number one offense this year in the NFL, Mahomes is going to go win his second MVP. He was phenomenal this year. I just look at the Bengals. They're the more complete team to me on both sides of the ball. Their defense has truly surprised me, especially last weekend. I would be shocked to see Mahomes win this game. The only way, I shocked is strong because, yes, it is Mahomes. He can go out there and win any game. I just say for the fact that the Chiefs' defense is simply not up to par, and the Bengals are going to feast. Chiefs' offense is better than the Bengals' offense. I agree with that statement. Agreed, 100%. But when it comes to defense, there's a level Uh, that the the Bengals are at that the Chiefs simply aren't. uh, You guys said some nice things. Um, In terms of the Mahomes, first of all, this game, I really don't, think there's a loser in this game because both teams are elite. No, um, there's I, a loser. I, I, well, in the sense of nobody's legacy should be hit. Mahomes just Depends. went to five, four or five AFC five championships in a, in a row. He's won a Super Bowl. He's, he's MVP. Brilliant. He's going to win another MVP. He's so good. There's nobody in the league that's touching him in Andy terms Reed, of quarterbacks. No it doesn't matter who if Joe Burrow wins oh, this oh, game. Oh. Mahomes is still going to be number one. <laughs> doesn't matter what's going to be. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, regardless if Mahomes loses, he's number, he's the best quarterback in the league, no doubt in my mind. Um, in terms of this game, though, I think I'm going to lean with Drew here. I think in terms of complete roster, you have to look at the Bengals. You have to look at what, the, what they just did. It's one of the best offenses in the league. The most explosive quarterback in the NFL, Stephon Diggs, Gabe Davis, the big-time plays that they've had all year, even with the struggle, they still were at the top of the league in big plays. And what the Bengals just did to them defensively was completely shut them down. I mean, you mentioned that the Chiefs' offense is better. Probably is better, but you look at the weapons that the Bengals have on the outside, N.T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase. Those are game records. Tyler Boyd, you know, so it's – and then you look at defensively, they may not have a Chris Jones type of player, but they're so – connected together and defensively they just come to play in terms of their defensive line their secondary I look at the Bengals and if Joe Mixon is running the ball like that last week I look at the Bengals as a better complete team because Joe Burrow may not be Mahomes but he is an elite quarterback you have Joe Mixon you have Jamar Chase you have Teagans you have Tyler Boyd Hayden Hurst came to play last week too I don't we can't forget his name he was bugging last week also so you have an offense where no matter who's covered you can still hit somebody and then defensively they can shut down a top offense to 10 points I mean that team is just so different so I I know the narrative is is strong because Mahomes the only person that's beaten Mahomes is Tom Brady and he's never beaten Tom Brady so that's that's a tough in the playoffs so that's a tough thing you know that's a tough thing to that list you can add Burrow for right now and I know it's something 
easy to say that you just ain't going to beat Mahomes four times. But I think the way the Bengals, the, they are literally one of the, they probably are the hottest team in the league right now coming into the playoffs. They've been elite. They've been sound. The way they've been offensively and defensively, they've been disciplined. I, I, I definitely am going to lean with uh, uh, Drew with some of the things he said, but I got the Bengals in this Thanks, one. Bro, appreciate that, man. To add on to your point about these last three games, not only have the Bengals, or the Chiefs, I should say, been up in these games. In these three games, they've led by 18, 14, and 7 points and have never trailed entering the fourth quarter. So for three quarters, the Chiefs have been the better team all three games. So we should start having the conversation that Mahomes can't finish games. Is that is that what's I'm, the that's next just what I just that's the first thing that, that just was, came into my mind. That was from Warren Sharp. Oh shit! Um, this is going to be a fun game, man. This is this definitely is. We have it's all hyped up to be Burrow versus Mahomes. I get that. It's the two quarterbacks, two of the best quarterbacks in the league. You have Mahomes going to win MVP. Burrow arguably second in voting. Him and Hurts are probably going to be two and three. Burrow should be two. Um, and, I mean, right now, we said the last episode, these are the two best quarterbacks in the league right now. Josh Allen has left from number two. He is now three. And I think Joe Burrow has solidified himself as the second best quarterback in this league. And you guys talked about, you know, uh, how great Joe Burrow has been. Obviously, you know, Patrick Mahomes, MVP. And we've given Another this defense, one. we've given this defense a lot of Jeez. credit. And they deserve it, man. Because... DJ Reader is fantastic, right? Chris Jones is someone we talk about a lot, but DJ Reader does have the ability to be a game wrecker. Definitely. He's, but out of that, like Trey Hendrickson's good, but there's really not a lot of people we talk about on this team. I think part of the reason is they're never leading the league in points allowed and turnovers and sacks and never have someone in, you know, contention for defensive player of the year. So I think more or less they get overlooked for a lot of the time. <coughs> and in the last two years in these playoffs, they've been dynamite. I mean, they've played six games. Only two of those games, they allowed 20 or more points. One was to the Chiefs last year. The other one was to the Rams in the Super Bowl. The other four games, they've allowed their opponents to 19 or fewer points. Now, to be fair, some of those games weren't the best competition. You had the Raiders and Titans last year. You had the Tyler Huntley-led Ravens this season. But regardless, that's still playoff-level football teams that they went up there and, and they stopped them, right? So the way their defense has been playing, and then they just came off their best performance yet against the Buffalo Bills on the road in the snow against a team that everyone thought was the more physical unit. I don't know anyone who thought going into that game, the Bengals were going to be more physical than the Bills. And from the first drive, it wasn't the case. They said a statement, went right down the field, scored a touchdown. They held Allen to under 60% completion percentage, 3.3 yards per carry. That's not just for Allen, that's for the whole team. The Bills only converted 33% of their third downs, scored one touchdown on three red zone trips. This was the Bills' biggest game of the season. That goes without saying. And they completely shut down this offense. They made people say, is Sean, Mc is Sean McDermott the right coach? They have to get another receiver. They got to draft a running back. They got to fix all these pieces because of this defense performance by the Cincinnati Bengals. And then you talk offensively. They were damn near perfect in this game. They had nine total possessions. One possession ended the half. One possession ended the game. So really seven possessions where they weren't up against the clock. Touchdown, touchdown, punt, field goal, touchdown, field goal, punt. Five scoring drives, two drives ending in points, zero three and outs. They were perfect on both sides of the ball, and that's why they look so dominant. I got to give, you know, the Chiefs a chance. They have the best quarterback and head coach and tight end in the league. That's going to get you places. It's going to be a tight game. I don't want to read too much into the Burroughs 3-0 over Mahomes because he doesn't get an advantage for that, right? You don't go into the game and Burroughs up 6 nothing because he has three wins, right? It's going to start 0-0, so... I'm picking the Bengals, man. I think the Bengals go back to the Super Bowl, make me look like an idiot calling them a fluke. I think they're the more complete team offensively and defensively. You could say the Chiefs have the better offense. I, I understand that for sure. 
But if I look at the matchups, I feel like I have more faith in the Bengals slowing down the Chiefs offense than do the bank than the Chiefs slowing down the Bengals offense. So I got the Bengals winning 27-21 going back to the Super Bowl. It's going to be a fun matchup whoever comes out of the NFC. Okay. Okay. Nice. So 3 on 1. Yeah. I actually feel Well, I mean, you you're kind of, you know, on both I thought we were all going to be on the Bengals, I'm not going to lie. If we're all if you know, I I'm He's hap- right I'd happily be the only one wrong here. I bet yeah, because then Bengals and Joe Burrow go back to Super Bowl, and I actually think that you gave up of, on your guy of the two. No, of the two teams and the, and the Bengals and the Chiefs, I think both are gonna. Either, whoever comes out this game is winning it all. Well, it's because you don't like the Niners and Eagles. I think the bad Bengals take. defense and Luana Rumo has a better chance at defending against more so the Eagles and the Niners, but more so the Eagles. You know, so if they if that's who will match up, the Eagles. There's been nothing. You can't. I mean, yeah, drop passes from us. Yeah, one of the top run defenses in the league in the Bengals. They need they the, when they were losing games, especially with Hurts, it was just weird shit. A lot of it was just weird shit. They didn't really fumbling. get stopped. Fumbling. There's a ball that goes through AJ Brown's hands and He's ends not up in catching a the DB. ball. Quez Watkins catches a ball, goes yeah. a couple just yards, shit. fumbles the ball. We're still open. Don't give up big time plays. Never seen the Eagles. Eagles team Eagles. is different, man. Yeah. I mean, is I guess good? it is. Tom Merchant. I wonder, I wonder who we're. I, I don't know who. I mean, I feel like I got a good feeling who we're taking in this next game. But I wonder where Joel is going to go. He's, he's got to pick Hurts or Purdy. Either way, he's kind of screwed. He's he, fucked. He hates both of them, right? He's fucked. <laughs> Did you guys need to give score predictions though? Sorry, I'm not going to give the score. I, I got you. Uh, Can you just give me the spread? What's the spread? It's. Uh, I believe the the. I think the Bengals are actually one. I feel point like favorites. that's how we should start picking games. Honestly, I'll go Bengals minus three. Yeah, Bengals minus three. Is that what it is? I'm, ta- I'm taking I'm the sure Chiefs the Bengals the are one point favorites. I could check. Whatever it is, because I think they're going to read. You're saying you think they I think win they're by three. Cover. Yeah, I'll say Bengals they're minus three. They're going to win, my bad. Um, I'll let you know now. The fourth man podcast donated $4.99, and he asked, X factors for Chiefs and Bengals. Love the show, fellas. Keep doing your thing. The Bengals are now one and a half point favorites. One and a half. Okay. It, it opened, I think the Chiefs were like two point favorites. It's moved a decent amount. All right, I'll take Bengals. That's fine. Like I mean, it's one and a half. It's basically a pick them at that point. Yeah. Um, X factors. That's a good question. For the, this game? Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase. Is DJ he Reader. An, is he an X factor? I mean, these are just the, the best players. Essentially. DJ Reader. Because uh, I was going to say, that, I mean. Joe Mixon is undoubtedly Chris Jones an needs to be Chris Jones in order for the Chiefs to really be in this game. For the Chiefs, Isaiah Pacheco. Okay. Um, Sleep on Jarek McKinnon, man. He's been great Trent all McDuffie. season. He's gonna be he's gonna be challenged that game. I think the X factor in this game for me, when talking about the Bengals defense versus the Chiefs offense, is either Mike Hilton or Logan Wilson or Jermaine Pratt on Travis. Whoever's gonna play Travis. Yeah, I think that's that's a I think it's gonna be one of these Chiefs receivers, MVS, Juju, Tony. One of them has to step up. I think this might be the first time all season we see the Chiefs. I wish I had Tyreek Hill. I wish he was out there because throughout this season so far, right, they played 18, 19 games. They haven't missed him. But in the biggest moments, I do think you're going to see a little bit of, you know, all they did was Tyreek. All they did was force feed Travis the last playoff game. 14 receptions yeah, it was on 17 targets. Because yeah. oh, that's Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and listen, it would not. I would not be shocked if Travis Kelsey won for another game like that because you need to rely on your best guys. But if Travis Kelsey is put into that situation – the Bengals are not the Jaguars. The ja- the Bengals will capitalize and make the most of that opportunity. Alex Cap and Jonah Williams could come back next week. Huge. Versus Huge. Yeah. Chris Jones is a dog, though. That's some good news for them, for sure. That is. Yeah, or it could be a detriment. 
because they're playing hurt. They're hurt. Yeah. And the I mean, offensive Lane line. I was going to say Lane played. Lane's, he looked great. Lane's, Wait, Lane's lane. Hole. Lane's lane. <laughs> and ja- Jackson, pro, Car- Jackson Carmen did amazing uh, in the run game. I mean, that offensive line was it was cooking all unbelievably all good. good. They said the the completely off topic. The 2023 All Star Draft is going to be right before tip off. So usually like a few days before. The fuck really? Yo. Yeah, so you don't know who you're playing with. That's yeah. literally a pickup. Type game. Yeah, that's, that's cool. The All-Star okay. game. It just continuously gets better and better. <laughs> it just gets better and better every year. Santos wants his package. Dude, so I yo, told him. Can it's, you it's get a, Santos's damn package? That, that is crazy because I, he didn't need to do that. Because I <laughs> I, I, no, mess- donated, so. I messaged him personally to ask if it, had, if it had gotten there or not. He said he wasn't home. He was going to go check. I, ch- I, ch- I texted our merch guy. He said, estimated date of arrival. What date does that say? 24th today. What, ta- what date is today? The 24th. 24th. So, Santos, your package is on the way, bro. I, I've, been, I've been telling you this. I need the Pacers to come back. The good news is that I can't lose in the AFC you, championship. You literally said can. this two fucking times in a row. It's okay, because you lost in the NFC. Yeah, you're not wrong. Matter. Not wrong. I mean, you can't, you can't win the NFC. You're, 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 I, if you can't lose in the AFC, then you can't win I'll in the, the NFC. Oh my god! Stop! 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 Don't entertain. You pick the I mean, Cowboys. Why do you entertain? Pick the Cowboys. There has to be a medium. No, you can't. Here. No, you can't entertain this no, fucking guy to. sometimes. Where's the growth? His thoughts are going to go wild. He's going to fucking let him. Jesus, let him run wild. I would have led the Cowboys to win. You picked them. You said they're going to Super Bowl. You're actually banned from the NFC. Sure. We're going to make our pick for the NFC. <laughs> and we know that when it comes to second to an opinion, there's nobody better than me than it. And I've said this <laughs> I've said this all year long. Uh, you need help. The team I trust in the NFC the most are the 49ers. I do. Did I buy into the Dallas Cowboys sauce a bit? Yeah, I did. I hoped a moment would have happened. I was wishing it for, for it to happen. But no doubt the logical side of me thought the Niners were going to win that game. Looking at this Eagles and 49ers game, the last time Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts faced off was in college. They both had amazing Virtuoso. games. Hurts won 42 to 41. Yep. When I look at the Niners, they're great at defending the run against 11 personnel and 21 personnel, and that is three wide receiver sets and two wide receiver and two running back sets. They allow 3.2 yards per carry in each personnel grouping. And the Eagles' rushing defense ranks 24th in yards per carry. 21st in DVOA, 23rd in EPA per play, 24th in success rate, and 22nd in adjusted line yards. The Eagles have a great pass rush, but their defensive line against the run is vulnerable, and that's mostly due to their linebackers. Their linebackers aren't that great. That's the biggest weak spot in the middle of the field. Those linebackers covering that part. And the 49ers love to attack the middle of the field. The Packers early in the season had 300-plus rushing yards against the Philadelphia Eagles. And in the games where the Eagles' rush defense did better than expected, it were games where they had no offensive weapons to worry about. The Giants last week. All you got to do is worry about the run because you're not worried about Daniel Jones. You know he's not good enough to beat you. And the wide receivers, they can't, they're not that good Thank either. You. Thank you. Can, can we acknowledge what it actually was? I just feel like for the Eagles, this is going to be such a sharp turnaround. You go from facing the Giants, who are not very good, whose linebackers are, linebacker core is one of the worst in the league. You had Gerard Davis starting for you, a guy who got cut at the end of the season from the Lions. You had a player who got cut from your team starting for you in the playoffs to now, 
you got to go up against Fred Warner. You got to go up against Dre Greenlaw. You got to go up against that defensive line. You got to go up against that secondary, those run stoppers, Tylenol, Hufango, a missile. It's going to be a sharp turnaround. And for me, I just feel like it's going to be difficult. And Brock Purdy, (laughs) I think Kyle Shanahan reminds reminds him of this every time. Don't try to do too much. Don't try to do too much. To this point, he's been composed. He's been poised. He's shown me all the evidence in the world that he can be composed in a moment like this, going to Lincoln Financial Field, facing the Philadelphia Eagles on the road. And this team is well coached. One of the one of the best coached football teams in the league. And the fact that the Eagles are vulnerable against the run, and that is Shanahan's bread and butter. It just feels like I'm going to butter up some toast for this game. It's going to be the Niners. And listen, Brock Purdy, I may dislike the narratives around him that get spewed because I do think it's a bit over the top. I admire this guy's story. Enough. 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 You know what I told myself earlier? Now now I'm fed up. I told myself earlier this. Now I'm fed up. I said, if Jimmy Garoppolo was playing instead of Brock, would I take the Niners? I said, yes. Well, Brock Purdy does what Jimmy G does, Except and he's more mobile. He's been better. You know what? Clearly. I'm going to take Brock Purdy. So it's I'm taking the 49ers this game. I'm riding with them, and it's going to be a Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. Rematch. We're going to witness it rematch, and <laughs> I hope Purdy Mania gets stopped there. Oh, my God, my homes. Dude, let me ask the, the Eagles guys, because I'm assuming I know where you guys are going. Um, is N'Kobe Dean and Jordan Davis making their playoff debut? Because I was trying to find and I wasn't able to really find Kobe a concrete. Kobe play like all season. No, for sure. Dean, I know. Dean's, I mean, yeah. It's not good. It's not good. No, for sure. But mostly the more important question is Jordan Davis. I could try to find something. but Because the rush that. defense is significantly different from when Jordan Davis plays to when he well, doesn't play, which is why I'm curious. I saw him warming up a couple impactful. of days ago. Um, I'll, I'll, do you guys, do the Eagles guys want to go? Let's, just, I'll let you go. Just a quick question. Who, who's, who has a better defense, uh, Dallas or the Niners? Niners the Niners by far. Niners by far, right? Just wanted to make sure. Um, this is a tough matchup because you, you mentioned that the, the Niners are one of the best rush the run offenses in the league. They have CMC. You know, they have a lot of gadget plays, trickery mm-hmm. plays with Debo. So it's it's going to be a tough matchup. You know, the, to beat the Eagles, the game plan is limit the turnovers, control the clock, run the ball. The Niners can do that with the best of them. So I think that is a matchup in itself. But you mentioned it. You said um, you said something that was very important. You you said a lot of the times, something like the the one times that they couldn't do it is because we played like we played no receivers. Like teams that we played were against receivers. Well, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I trust our cornerbacks in this game very much. I trust Bradbury. I trust Darius Slay. We have one of the best pass defenses in the league. I trust them to definitely get it done against Debo, against Ayuk, against Kittle. You know, we if anything, if anybody's gonna stop them, I think we have the matchups for it. Offensively, I think with Jalen Hurts, with Miles Sanders, you know, with our ability to run, we have a three-running back system that is very, very key and very important. And with our ability to run, with that offensive line, that could be dangerous. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, ability to take it over the top, Dallas. We just are just as complete as the Niners to a degree. And we have the better quarterback. So, with that being said, I mean, I think this is going to be a dogfight. I don't see a shootout. I think this is going to be a very close, close game. And this is the game for me that really puts – Jalen Hurts in that franchise tag. And for me, I'm picking the Eagles because I think he will come to play. He will show out. He will have his performance that we needed to see for him to really get that tag. And I got the Eagles winning this one. All right, fair enough. Um, So for me, 
a lot of my analysis is going to stem from what I saw against the Niners and Dallas, where in that situation, Dak Prescott plays okay. They win the game. Dak Prescott plays good. Cowboys could have could have won kind of comfortably. It was a 19-12 to 12 game. It was right within reach, but the offense simply did not come to play. The defense was stellar, and the conversation of whether you'd take Dallas's defense over Philadelphia's, if you want to take Dallas, understandable, but Philadelphia's defense, definitely no pushover. You mentioned the run, the rush defense and how it's definitely not up to par. I will say that is in correlation with Jordan Davis not being healthy. Jordan Davis did play against the Giants, so I'm assuming he is expected to play again against the Niners, and that's going to be crucial. Because without a doubt, CMC is he played. Sorry to cut you off. He did play. He did. I was mm-hmm. looking at he his. Didn't play much. Though. I was looking at his snaps, uh, and I don't see any on PFF. All right, good to know. Either which way, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to suit up. I saw people in the chat saying that he big, did suit up. Big. If he no, suits you need up. no. Jordan Davis is huge because of what he means in the rush game. Absolutely, uh, in the run defense. Excuse me. Um, but ultimately, I look at that Niners game against Dallas, and I see that this was probably the most. Average we saw Brock Purdy, where there was moments where Brock Purdy was making some from some very strong throws, some clutch throws on, on third down, but he wasn't scrambling as much because the Cowboys kind of had it figured out. They kind of made him the most uncomfortable we've seen Brock. In this situation now, I look at the Eagles against the Niners, and I know that the Eagles' offense is unstoppable. The number one NFC offense this year going against the number one defense in the Niners for sure. And I see people mentioning that the Eagles had a cupcake schedule. Go look at San Fran. They also had a cupcake schedule for being completely transparent. It's just that these two teams... Oh, I actually have a stat about that. These two teams are just simply levels above the rest. And they've been dominant all year long. And now this is finally these two meeting their match. And what it comes down to is I firmly believe the Eagles offense is better than the Niners' offense. And this Eagles defense, go ahead, Rivian. Sorry, yeah, uh, i seen this. Uh, somebody tweeted, the Eagles haven't beaten anybody good. With the win over the Giants, the Eagles have the second-best win percentage against teams with a winning record since 2000. So I've seen that I mean, earlier. say what you want to say. The Eagles just win. They handle whoever they play. They, they see them. They knock them down. And listen, you could say it very blatantly. Last week, I counted them out because I, I was riding high on the Giants. But definitely, you understood that they were the better team. I felt the storyline. But they are definitely, on both sides, the more dominant team. In this scenario, on offense, I firmly believe they will be better than the Niners because Jalen Hurts is a notch, significant notch, above Brock Purdy. What Brock Purdy has done up until this point deserves nothing but acknowledgement and respect. I am I am very happy for, for what he's been able to accomplish in this short amount of time to outperform the quarterback before you that had had NFL success. To do that as the last pick in the NFL draft is a testament to him, and I want to give him nothing but praise. But there is nothing wrong with going against the Philadelphia Eagles who have been consistently the best team in the NFL all year long and going up there into Philadelphia and losing that game. I do have the Eagles winning this game. I believe they are the more complete team, and I know that this offense will show up. You told me you weren't going making these picks off narrative anymore. I thought that was over. Got him. Are you guys all picking the Eagles? Because I'm just confused because you can make the argument, Jalen Hurts, it's not the Giants' defense. It's the best defense in football. You can make the argument for Brock Purdy. He has to go on the road into Philadelphia. And the toughest environment he has ever played in his life, it's going to be shitty out there. In a playoff game, going up against a top-notch defense as well. Brock Purdy's been great. He's played two games on the road in his career. 
two games. And one of those games was against Seattle, barely got out of it. And the other game was against, let me see here, uh, oh, the, the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders game, which was, you know, obviously one of the most shocking games good. of the season. That game. Um, so while you could say, you know, Jalen Hurts, he hasn't played this defense, I mean, you could say the same thing about Brock Purdy going up against this defense sure. on the road. It's going to be something. Got to remember, that first half against Seattle, he wasn't great. And this game against Dallas, for the most part, he wasn't great. He made some plays for sure, but mm-hmm. you got to think, his playmakers made some plays too. George Kittle is probably one of My two God. or three tight ends in the league that can make that type of play that got him obviously one of their biggest gains on the season. This game is fun because the AFC and NFC are just complete opposites of each other. The so AFC, true. we have the two top 10 draft picks. We have Mahomes and Burrow, without Better a doubt, teams, top too. two quarterbacks in the league. And on the NFC, you have the two guys that were overlooked. You have literally the last pick in the draft and Jalen Hurts, who was a second-round pick. He had to sit for the first 13 weeks of the season, 14 weeks until he got opportunity with Carson Wentz. He starts year two, goes to the playoffs. People still doubt him. And now he's here leading one of the best offenses in football, going to be a top three MVP candidate. And you have Brock Purdy, who's making a push to be the franchise quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers after being the last pick in the draft. These rosters match up. This isn't a talent disparity like we've seen in recent weeks, whether it's the uh, uh, Eagles and Giants or the Chiefs and Jaguars. These teams match up. You have all pros everywhere. You have future Hall of Famers everywhere on both of these teams. It really is an all-star game. I mean, you have some of... Across the across the board, if you want to make an all-star team, you could probably put together the best team in football <laughs> just with these two teams alone. Everyone else can make their own roster, and you probably have that argument. But I really do think the 49ers, to this point, have gotten a little bit lucky. They oh. played Geno Smith. They played Dak Prescott. <laughs> now they get to play Jalen Hurts. Now they get to play a top-tier quarterback on a top-tier no, offense. He just disrespected. He crazy. just went crazy. It's, it's, he fucking faced Daniel Jones no, and the Giants. It's no disrespect to the. It's no disrespect to the 49ers. He just went crazy. What? I think. I he think cooked. this is where. I think this is where it stops for cook? the 49ers, man. I think this is where it he stops. Cooked. He cooked. I don't think I'm surprising anyone would not go with my pick. No, no, it's no, the Philadelphia. No, 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 that was what you said. No, we knew it's your the pick. Eagles, yeah. but that was a strong thing. Because when I told you, I told you last week that the Niners really haven't faced anyone except the Chiefs, who the Chiefs absolutely lit them up, and against the that Raiders, who definitely the Dolphins. Is that not, I was going to say t- no for sure, but you told me that you didn't. You didn't count that one because Tua didn't have a, a great game in your opinion, even though he was one of three quarterbacks against San Francisco's defense to put up 250 and two touchdowns. The other one was Jarrett Stidham. They which are, is why I believe that Jalen Hurts will have not a problem scoring on them. an elite quarterback, an elite offense, mm. an elite scheme with elite weapons. I won't say they've gotten lucky. That's a strong wait, wait, wait. statement. What you just say? He said everything's elite. For the top what? to bottom. For, for the, the Eagles. Eagles. Offensively. Everything. Everything's elite. for the elite. Niners. Except quarterback. Ooh. Okay. Except I mean, quarterback. At this point... Purdy has been producing at that level. Enough! No. So the enough! Offense, enough! Enough! I can't hear this. I can't hear this. The offense has been producing at a great level. Oh, I know. Level. Oh, I know. What does that you mean? You don't have to tell me. <laughs> you don't have to tell me that. That doesn't I mean agree. I think Brock Purdy's elite. But you, you, you have, have, but you off, have to. Like, the thing here in this it's, scenario, it's, football is eleven men. It's not just one. The person. thing is in this scenario right now, you have no choice but to defend Brock Purdy. You have no choice. He just said. That the Eagles are leading every everywhere. They are, and, the, and he said that quarterback. The and not a quarterback. Are. The Eagle for one. If we want to go position group by position group, the 49ers are better than the Eagles. They are. In secondary, who's better? So the Niners, given their safeties, yes. Mm. Given close, their safeties, close. wherever Kufanga you go, it's going to be Jimmy close. Ward. 
Tarverius Ward. O-line is Eagle. And, and, and Bradbury. Okay, who's your safety? Can you name them? Can you name them? Name two. Name two. They have the safeties. Uh, for the, for the NFC jo- Championship they have, team. They have Gardner Johnson. Gardner Johnson, who Thank literally you. led the league in interceptions. Okay. And is he better than who finds Jimmy Ward? No, he's no, not. Gardner's been really good, though. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. But now, but now uh, It's close. Gardner Johnson was a good pickup for them in this offseason. First off, let's start with offense. Isn't it a bigger deal we're doing Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy or safety versus safety? What's going to make a bigger impact? A quarterback doesn't face a quarterback in the playoffs. But what's going to be a bigger I'm impact? We're gap. talking about disparities the Eagles, on the team. The Eagles have a legitimate weakness on defense. Why'd you pick, why'd you pick the Chiefs horrible. over the Bengals then? <laughs> the teams are both Is it because complete. of the safeties or is it because Mahomes? Because you said Mahomes can't lose four in a row. The Chiefs can run the ball. The Chiefs are so the eighth Eagles? best team against so the, the run. The Eagles are literally in the know, NFL. They're what legitimately perfect on offense. Hmm? The Eagles the are the Eagles best are rushing offense in the league. Offense. And Jalen Hurts completes 68% of his passes. Let's go position to position. Let's go position, position by position. 49ers versus Eagles. Let's do it. Wide receivers, who are better? No. The Eagles. I would take the Eagles. The Eagles. Why not? Why, why wouldn't you The wide receivers, the Eagles. The Eagles. Wide receivers, the Eagles. A.J. Brown is comfortably better than the Eagles. No, no, no. It's a conversation. Who's better? comfortably. or Devontae? Devontae. It's close. It's close. just put up 1,100 yards. It's close. Smitty put up 1,100 yards. A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown, Debo. A.J. Brown's put up a so touchdown. A.J.'s comfortably better. This is a better way because to measure it. Just weapons groups in general. It's close. I, so wide receivers, tight end, running backs. Who's better across that board? I, it, if you want to do all the weapons, I, I would lean the Niners. So that's what you got, if you, if you, you just want to... That's really... Because Kittle's really, better on Goddard and CMC's better than... Okay, offensive line. Thank you. If we just want to go offense... If you want to just go offense, the answer is Eagles. If you just want to say offense... Make it forget about groups. The Eagles, the Eagles offensive line is Eagles. the best in the league. Top two, okay, top one and so they have the better quarterback. But the, the 49ers offensive line is great as well. It is. But that's the same thing for the, for the for tight sure. for tight ends or running backs. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, there's the not gap, a big gap. There's not a big gap. There's no position group. There's a gap. There's no and the Eagles get no quarterback. There's a there's a gap between between Kittle and Goddard. There's a gap between CMC and Miles. But Dallas is still great. There's a there's not a gap between Debo and AJ Brown. Yes, there is. I understand Debo had a down season. As a player, Debo is just as good as AJ Brown. As a receiver, no, he is not. Yes, he is. What do you mean? He had fifteen hundred yards last season. What, no, we're just gonna forget. He had fifteen hundred yards last season. As a receiver, AJ Brown. He I'm had fifteen hundred yards last season. And AJ did it this I'm year. I'm not just gonna forget about what he did. Uh, he did it one year, no doubt about it. Debo was AJ Brown unbe- did it one year. That's AJ, not true. He's, done, he's had multiple. He had multiple thousand. Yards. He's had one fifteen hundred yard receiving well, season. Multiple this season. Debo would have had a thousand in his had. rookie season if he started the entire year. No, AJ Brown got hurt. AJ got injured his second year. So AJ Brown gets hurt every year except this. He missed a thousand yards last year because he was injured. The 49ers front four versus just the respect AJ Brown. I'm not saying you're not, not respecting not, him. I'm look, just letting you know that AJ he's been Brown's a model elite. of consistency. AJ Brown's elite, but I'm not gonna forget about who Debo is. Debo is an elite player, bro. I don't care. I don't care about his numbers this year. He is. He's no, an he's elite, elite player. No one's saying he's not. There's yes, no position there's group. Not, there's not a gap no, between no him and position AJ. group it's clears not. each other outside of quarterback and running back, probably. Defensive line, the 49ers all around are a better defensive line because they can stop the run and they can rest the passer just as good. Their linebackers could, are better, uh, of course. The Eagles are the number Warner. one pass defense. That's what I'm saying. But the the linebacking gap is is huge. And the Eagles have four players of ten plus sacks. Five, I think. Five. five. It's close. No, Getting after the no, passer. Not, not five. It's it's like four. Three. Okay, so regardless, no, four no, players no. with ten plus sacks is insane. Exactly. It's not. That's not a gap by any means. That's right there. Uh, but Nick Moses is better than everybody on that defense. I agree. No Fletcher Cox is an All Pro. Hassan Reddick was an Armstead. Eric Armstead is better than Fletcher Cox. I mean, Reddick has been insane. Sweat has been insane. 
Javon Kinlaw is a dog. Okay. Like I'm saying, bro, <laughs> there is no gap on this team outside Except of quarterback, quarterback and running back. If you want to say, you want to say tight end too, okay, yeah, Kittle's pretty no, comfortable Kittle's, over Goddard. No, but Goddard's a stud. Goddard's sure. still he, great he, he in his own his. right. But it's really like the fact that the biggest discrepancy is quarterback in this game. Yeah. That doesn't move you at all. I don't think Hurts is going to play amazing against his Niners defense. I don't. But you, your your argument on last pod, I, I don't, on the live Brock reaction, says Hurts doesn't have to. You said the whole season Hurts hasn't done anything. You said it's been a great team and Hurts really hasn't done much. Wait, wait, what? He, he doesn't I never really said he again. hasn't done anything. I never said uh, that. Stop, stop uh, saying bullshit. That was some bullshit. Uh, never why? What'd you say? I, what, I never what said Hurts didn't do anything. He said, hasn't never, that been the case all season? Hurts hasn't had to do much? Hasn't had to do too much. You said he hasn't had to do too much. Oh, yeah, he hasn't. That's a fact. So then what do you mean he was saying some bullshit? He said, I said he hasn't done anything. Oh, no, he hasn't done anything. Too done too, too he hasn't done too much. Too much. Right. My apologies. It isn't Sorry. It isn't the same. It isn't. <laughs> Say the same thing for Purdy. I got flipped. I got I got ticked off because you're listing off the Eagles, their position groups, they're elite. So are the Niners, bro. I know. Th- there's a reason why they're able to cushion this last pick in the draft quarterback to where they are right now. And ultimately. Nick Sirianni isn't a bum, though. You know that. I know. I was very mm-hmm. hot on Nick Sirianni when he got hired as a coach. I liked them in Indianapolis and Part of their regression has to do with losing him and losing Matt Eberflus, both to being head coaches. They traded for Matt Ryan. Yeah, but you know the whole entire team <laughs> fell apart. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't that just was it wasn't just that. Was just that. The entire team fell it apart. It did fall apart. The offensive line wasn't as good. Just you. The 49ers, I trust Kyle. This is not a quarterback matchup. This is not Jalen Hurts versus Brock Purdy. This is the defining factor. This is the, not for me. And then you have to go out and execute. This is the 49ers offense versus the Eagles defense and the Eagles offense versus the 49ers defense. So do you have more trust? Do you have more trust in Purdy against the Eagles than Hurts? I have players don't go out there and play though. Players are a part of those defenses. Okay, but the the offense is just not one quarterback. Yes. What what is Kyle Shanahan? What is Kyle Shanahan known for? Absolutely. No, this is not fair because your literal argument for last week was that the X Factor was quarterback when it came to Dallas and the Niners. You picked Dallas Yeah, but you but you can't say now it's not a factor. You wrong, did that correct. last week. You wrong. made it a factor. I never, I never said. Did. I never said it's not a factor. I said that's not why I'm picking the Niners. But you can't. I'm say not, it's not picking a factor the Niners. So why are you Brock picking the Chiefs Purdy. over the Bengals? Because that was a great question that he brought up. Why are you They're picking the Chiefs over the Bengals? They're both elite teams. I literally said I didn't want to pick that game. That's the hardest. Are why are you picking the Niners? Not both elite teams too. I'm picking Mahomes because I just don't think he's going to lose four times in so a row. You're taking the quarterback. Not only that, this is the first time the Chiefs have felt this underdog pressure. Well, not even pressure, this underdog narrative. They're going to come out to play. The Chiefs have a good defense. They have an elite offensive they line. Have they have an elite offense. All this we said about the, the Eagles. Leagues. The Chiefs' offense is on a different spectrum than everybody else in the league. Look at the stats. They're on a different spectrum. Their offense is far and above better than everybody else's <laughs> offense in the league this year. Come yes, on. it is. There's no doubt about it. So you have the you have the Chiefs, and then right there is the Eagles. Is that really come on? Ultimately, man. I am picking long. the Eagles. This is the, this is why I'm picking the Niners. The Eagles defense they struggle against the run. Kyle Shanahan is the best. Run game Absolutely. designer Absolutely. in the league no by a mile. I forget CMC got banged up at the end of that game. He Elijah did. Mitchell he did not get it. that many carries. I think that this game is not a Brock Purdy game. This is a 49ers rushing offense game, and their defense is gonna show out. The Eagles this season have not faced an opponent yet that can stop the run like the Niners can, but that can also take away the entire Middle of the field. The Cowboys Fred twice. Warner. Fred Warner is the 
best. They played, they played Mip and, and, is and the Garner best coverage linebacker. Up. And Garner Minshew lit them up. He, Fred Warner is the best coverage linebacker, the best linebacker in the league, period. Yes. He takes away the entire middle of the field. That's where Philadelphia loves to target a lot. So I'm looking at it from a match perspective. It's not a Brock Purdy versus Hurts. Oh, that's why but I'm going with the Niners. You're wrong. The Eagles have played the Cowboys twice, who you told me last episode were top five and run EPA or DVOA. My apologies. They were. They were. Just, yeah. they were two. So they have played, and they have they won one game, and they lost the other while still putting up 30 points to the backup quarterback. The first game that they played, the Eagles had their way rushing the ball. The second game, they were not able to run effectively. They still, still put up 30. No, they the did. They did put up 30, but I don't like, care. This is not Eagles versus 49. This is not Eagles versus no, Cowboys. No, but you're just this saying that Eagles no, but your, your argument was they haven't played anyone of this caliber. The Cowboys defense were a top five DVOA in pass and run. Yeah, they are. But the Niners are one and one. I mean, okay, they, for they, sure. But the they, Niners they have played been competition. Not, the Niners showed out. The Niners have been the by far the best defense in know, football. Sure. It is not close. But to say they it haven't played close. anyone has the Niners played an offense as good as the Eagles this year. The Chiefs. I never said they no, haven't the played. Chiefs. And what happened? Like the Niners lost by twenty. Niners don't exist anymore. I've mentioned this exactly. So wait. So well, I think the the Chiefs game. I think the Chiefs game. The Niners were missing seven starters. But outside that game, has the Niners played an offense as good as the Eagles this year? Uh, they uh, did they play Buffalo this year? They played they, Miami. Even still, no. But no, from no, but rushing offense and passing offense Philly's together, no. Offense is better. So but but, I, but I think both. but I think that the Niners, I just trust their coaching more. I trust their coaching staff That's more. I trust their defense a lot. I really do. I mean, this is the defense that could they could shut them down, bro. Like I'm not. I don't expect. The Eagles to drop thirty on them. Do you, do y'all expect it? It can happen. Do you think it? They, no, they, they drop more than twenty no. points this game. Twenty? Uh, they could yeah. drop twenty. I think this is, this is like a seventeen thirteen. The Cowboys game. scored twelve, and their offense is not the Eagles. This is like a seventeen to thirteen game. It's going to be a very low scoring game. It's going to be a defensive matchup. How much did the Seahawks have? Seahawks put they scored, up. They put sixteen I, in the first yeah, half. They, they might have twenty three points. Yeah, yeah, but the, that last touchdown garbage was garbage time. time. But they put up sixteen in the first half. They did. I think we can put up twenty. Maybe not that's 30. a division 30 game. 30 that's the only reason why. That's another factor into it. Also, yeah, exactly. I like that you mentioned that because you're far more familiar with your division opponents. You face them already. You know what they like to. You, you know not their tendencies. Them. <laughs> when you face an opponent, you know their tendencies. You know what they like to do. For so sure. you can you can game plan. You can watch the film based on what they like. Their is tendencies. That, is that your defense for the Cowboys losing twice? Or, no. excuse me, losing once and putting letting 30 points to a backup quarterback? No, not not at all. I'm saying that to say that this is unfamiliar. And going going from facing the Giants linebackers and defense from this is going to be a sharp twist. It's going to be a sharp turnaround. But you it's think the Eagles like are going to come into this game coming lightly? Like, they're going to take the even if they come, lightly? Even no if, they, way. if they come into it prepared, they're still going to be, oh, wow, shit, I didn't know. Fred Warner was like this. I didn't know Drake Greenwald was like this. I'll be honest. They I look, know. They I, look know. At, I look at that Giants-Eagles game. That's almost Michael Parsons twice. Yeah, facts. Michael Parsons got neutralized in the game. But I'm saying, yeah, that's Trent what I'm saying. Williams, that's, so. that's Michael Parsons is one of the best. So that's not happening to Hassan Reddick? Uh, of course. Listen, Def, I'm not, I'm not definitely expecting Drake You brought up Drake Greenwald, and they've played Michael Parsons twice. This year, and they've neutralized They're them. different, though, players. They are, but... Drake Greenlaw's can... an off-ball linebacker. Micah splits his time. He's a hybrid. Yeah, but if you can neutralize Michael Parsons, who's one of the best in the game, I mean, I think... You're you can... Ready. You can. Ha- Let me not say neutralize, because it's a strong word. Bosa's probably going to get a sack. Micah He's Parsons is rushing but, the passer. I mean, if there was any offensive line that you would gamble could hold their own against Nick Bosa, you take the Eagles 10 out of 10 times over every other team in the league. Michael Parsons is rushing a passer. No, definitely. Brad Warner, Drake Greenlaw. They're no, coming. no, but we're it's, talking it's about... Totally no, no all right. How, so, Michael Parsons, Nick Bosa. 
Let's let's say Nick Bosa is a better pass rusher than him. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm also just they're saying on the same level in terms of elite. They're both elite. Nick Bosa is the defensive Nick player. Bosa and but stop with that. I love though. Micah. Parsons I love was Micah. a DPOA. Nick Bosa was better this year. It's like you told me all yeah, season both, long that, that top three Michael guys, Parsons bro. was it's better than Aaron Donald. That 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 he's the Martin guy. Miles, bro. Well, this all year Nick Bosa is better than Aaron Donald too. Every every year these guys are going to have a year over each other, bro. Them, TJ, Miles, like they're all going to they're all fucking elite of the elite. Just because one has a better season doesn't mean oh he's definitely better. Because next year Micah could have a better season. Now it's like well you told me Bosa. Like no, they're all fucking amazing. Correct. Yeah, but as a pass rusher, Nick Bosa is a better pass rusher than Micah. Micah is a more versatile defender for sure. He can do more things. But as a pass rusher solely and a run defender, Nick Bosa. It's also Micah year two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not not talking about projection. We're talking about who's better right now. That's what we're talking. You're 100 right. But also, I'm gonna trust. I'm gonna trust the Eagles' offensive line. Is that is? Am I wrong to do that? No. It's the and best unit the thing. in the league. And th- one of the best the units we've ever th- seen. Th- I'm not saying none of that. The both these teams are, I think, the best rosters in the NFL construct construction wise. They are the Niners and the Eagles. There's very little holes. I do think the 49ers have. A bit more talent altogether. I do. Just because of the defensive side of the ball. Yes. I just look at what they have. The there. linebackers. Yes. The linebackers really is like the cherry on top. And I their defense, they their defense is really predicated around their what corners, their linebackers can their do. Their corners are simply just not they're okay. They're not, they've been really good all season. They're not they're they're not big play slay, and they are not James Bradbury. They're not. I would say Charveris Ward is is one of those great. But he's not. But the he, he's not on their level. Respectable. Charveris Ward has been playing phenomenally. His size is definitely an advantage that he has. But again, you're going against AJ Brown, who's also a physical receiver in and of itself. It's not man to man though. No. All right. Fine. So then, even which whoever they want to throw at him, Smitty is fast. His routes are precise. He gets his every single game. Jalen Hurts is not a bum. The 49ers are a zone defense. So there's not going to be much man-to-man. It's not going to be these one-on-one matchups. You're right. And how, how, often do, how often does Nick Sirianni draw these guys open? How often does Devonta Smith get open? How often do we see Dallas Goddard in space? How often do we see A.J. Brown just finding a gap in the zone and sitting there and making a play happen? It's like this offense has been very versatile all year long. You think you stopped their run game, but then there Jalen Hurts goes throwing 300 yards on your neck. It's like, yes, against any other offense, I'm with you. The, the, the Niners are shutting them down. You take the Niners 10 times out of 10. But the Eagles have been, all season long, the best offense in the NFC. That's why I'm going to take my chances with Jalen Hurts and the guys. Because the only one that could really give them strong competition, and we've said this on the on the live reaction, that these two teams have not faced a true competition because these two teams were leaps and bounds better than the rest. So that's not a knock on them. But now they're finally meeting their match, and you just have to sit and understand, which I'm, I know you do. I don't want it to come across that you don't. You, the Eagles are amazing on every front, offensively. So if you say all this and the Eagles lose, what are y'all going to say? Cause y'all are acting like it's not gonna. It's a, no one's it's, saying y'all that. Like it's a watch. What are you saying? Uh, I don't think anyone's y'all saying acting that. like it's a watch. What are you it's saying? Uh, if they win, I'll say Joel, you would do one. Yeah. Like, so okay, I won't go this, that far. This, <laughs> that was rude. This uh, you said Russell Wilson better than Joe Burrow before the season. I want to hear. So <laughs> drop. Yeah, hey, I also I also was on I, that train. Don't worry, Ryan. <laughs> now that you <laughs> yeah, I had him pretty high. But you had Joe Bro behind Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, oh, really? Deshaun put Watson. Him in, put him in, no, Deshaun, oh, I don't think man. was on no, any of our lists. Deshaun was not on my list. I did uh, not list yeah, Deshaun I mean, Watson. So this year, year this year defensively, this year defensively, EPA per play, oh 49ers are first. Is this five now? Six times? Uh, for the EPA? Eagles yeah, like are, are fourth. 
And offensively, EPA per play, Casey's one, Eagles are two, and 49ers are three. So, I mean, like I said, this is an even matchup. It is. I just don't appreciate how you, you, was, you was trying to knock out these elite groups. Like, the 49ers don't have them, and they no, match, up, match I, them up. I, I quite literally said the exact opposite. I said these teams are neck and neck at damn near every area. Like, these teams match up perfectly. There's I said all pros and Hall of Famers on both sides. I just think the biggest discrepancy is quarterback, and I think that matters a ton in the playoffs. You have a rookie Brock Purdy going on the road in Philadelphia. That's a ton. That matters a lot. Jimmy Garoppolo made the... Super Bowl with with caution him. Do you think? Do you think if if Purdy puts up a two hundred yard game with one touchdown, two interceptions, they win? I don't think well, so. Well, two interceptions is different. I mean, you're cost you're costing your team possessions. That's kind of what Jimmy G was last playoff run. Well, versus the Packers in the twenty nineteen NFC Championship game, he wasn't. Raheem Mostert ran for two hundred. He That's didn't have it. to do much. I don't know if they I'm ran for two hundred. I don't. I don't think Brock Purdy will be put in a p- position to have to back pass. Backpack this no, passing offense. I don't. I don't disagree, but I do think there's going to be times, two minute drill, end of the half, maybe fourth quarter, where they, they know you have to pass. You're down a touchdown. Maybe you're down ten going into the third. There like might where you're going to know you have to pass, and I think that could be an issue. There might be that did not show up once against the Cowboys because the Cowboys' offense is as good as the Eagles. They no put up twelve points. Yeah, but who knows how how the Eagles' offense is going to come out. We don't know if they're going to be up. We don't know the game script. They just script. put up 38 so against am, the Giants am, after coming into the playoffs rusty and Giants, banged up. The Giants' defense. Okay, but this was this Giants game was almost like another mini, almost like a preseason game where they got to go in, run their offense, everyone comes out healthy, and now they have their real test now against the 49ers. Okay, well, I'm sorry that I don't put respect on the Giants because I think me and Riv knew this was a comfortable ass-whooping. But don't you think, we didn't yeah, give don't them think, any don't respect. Don't you think that's a good thing that they all came yeah, in, given them any banged up, all season. they dominated, they didn't come out slow, they weren't rusty. Their first drive, they were perfect. So I don't think they're going to come out slow or rusty or washed or against the 49ers. I think if the Niners faced the Giants, the same thing would have no, happened. No, I agree, but I just don't like the argument because the Eagles, that was my worry coming into this. They were injured. They were turning the ball over. You know, they're coming off the a bye. How are they going to look? The season were and all they came season, season, and they looked perfect. I got a question. Riv, wild, wild card teams, playoff teams, Giants or Seahawks, who do you think is a better team? Okay, I agree. the 49ers put up so, 41 so the against the them. Vikings. Honest opinion, Seahawks being the Vikings, yes, I think so. Uh, they could beat them. Why can't they? I'm not saying they couldn't. The I'll probably would take the Vikings. Let's not act like this Giants both Vikings was like an all time upset. Uh, no, it was. They still beat them though. Yes, the Bucks the and the Seahawks and the Giants Minnesota, were bottom three like, teams. Well, could have beat them too. As I'm gonna say, not would have. Could have. They could have. Just don't do that. The Seahawks have. a So better then the Vikings off. were the worst team in the NFC this year, in your opinion. The they were the most vulnerable team. Yes. Are they the worst team in the <laughs> NFC? In they your have opinion, the worst in the defense in the NFC. So they're the worst team in the NFC. They have the I mean, worst the, defense of any team in the playoffs. And so then, at the minimum, the Giants can't be dead last. Bucks were pretty bad. Okay. I don't think it's past. No, I guess. All right. So just make sure we include. I'm just saying the Vikings. The, the Eagles <laughs> whooped the Giants' ass. So they would have the whooped 49ers the Vikings. The 49ers also whooped the Seahawks. They, they would have like whooped the Vikings yeah. also, no doubt. I'm with you. I'm with you. The 49ers would have whooped the Vikings? But the, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I agree. Comfortably. All right, just making yes. sure we so got to yes. throw that the in The Eagles there. already yes. whooped Let's the Vikings. Let's make sure we... The we, Eagles we, and 49ers yes. would have destroyed, destroyed, they destroyed, destroyed the Vikings. any team yes. outside of I mean, the Cowboys. Joel, real quick before you go on. Facts. We've been saying this. We've said this for for on the live reaction and now. The real test... That the Eagles and Niners have both faced up until this point is this upcoming weekend. 
They're, they have yet to face a team on their level. That's the I'll, NFC. But that's just the 100%. NFC. 100%. It's like they're, the own, they're so in a tier really, of their own, those really, two. Exactly. And that's yeah. why I'm having a tough time continuing well, is, this the only other because we Dallas know this. And, and even still, Dallas feels like a tier below them. Because of the quarterback. You're right. This season, but the, the 49ers, this team is made up of players who have been here for a while. They have. They were in the NFC Championship last year facing the Rams. Like, most of this team knows adversity. And I highly doubt <laughs> Kyle Shanahan is putting Purdy in a situation where he needs to do shit. I think that this is a run-first game plan. It has to be. And they're going... That's what it's going to be. And if you can run the, the ball... Same thing about the Giants. If, if you can run the ball successfully... It just opens up so much more. See, but that's what I'm saying. Against and the, I don't yeah. think the Eagles will be able to run on the Niners. I don't. I doubt it. And then that's gonna cover. That's gonna you know now you allocate more people to the passing game. I feel like it's it's gonna be a struggle both ways. But that's why I'm picking the Niners to win. All right. It's gonna be fun. Should be a fun weekend. The Eagles go into this. Both games are on Sunday. Yes. yes. It's gonna be it's gonna be good. I can't wait for that. Be a good. Make sure I got off work for that. Now, we just got day. a donation. I took off. Caden, based on the Nagar's nonsense, rocking with Hurts. Boomer sooner. Also, I know this is all topic, but just want to say Yankees suck and go Red Sox. <laughs> oh, that's so mean. That was a shot at you. It was. Apparently, Andrew Villas de- deleted two messages. I need 17 points. Oh, uh, got bro. it. I don't know why. It's saying that I did this. I didn't. Now, on to the next topic. Four teams lost in divisional round. And we are going to rank them by the best and worst future. So, number one, which team has the best future? I want to start with you, Dills, and give off your list. Uh, you want me to go one through four or four or to four one? Four through one. What, let's matter. have common sense. Four to one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, the list starts at one. I'm actually very interested to hear Drew's take, but I'll, I'll go first. You want me to go first? I can um, go first. Just because I feel like we're all going to have the same four, and I feel like Drew is not going to have the same four. No, of course. So go I definitely, so, I definitely okay, don't yeah. have the Giants last. Okay. Because like, I, I want to hear I don't it, think anybody does. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That's my boy okay. right here. Okay. You have the Cowboys last. No. The Jaguars? No. You have the Bills last? Yeah. In terms of fu- best future? Okay, now yeah. throw all this away. I need what? to hear, no, I need to hear Riff. I need yeah, to hear yeah, Riff now. How do they have the worst future? They have the best. I have the Jags at one. Well, arguable. I have the Giants at two. I have the Giants at two. You have Giants at two? Okay. No, actually, I'll flip. I have Jags at one. Stand ja- on your no, 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 word. Listen, listen, listen. I have because I have Jags at one, Giants at two. I have the Bills at three. Okay, I have Dallas at All right. four. I have Dallas. All at right, Josh, Josh is. He's got more respect than the Giants than I do. But yeah, I have the Giants. <laughs> at, I have the Giants at two. That's okay. all I'm gonna say. Wait, hold up, hold up. You have to me. you have the Giants over the Bills for future. Yes, you have Josh Allen. Uh, one, I look at one the, guy. I look Two at guys. their um I look Ryan at their cap situation. I look at the players that they have right now. They're getting old. They're they're important players. They're getting old. They have a lot of guys they have to sign. I look at their offense and how Josh Allen dependent it is. And you know, injuries could play a factor into that. He does a lot for this team. And I just look at the Giants and they, they have they have a few things that they can fix, you know, offensively. They have to pay Saquon, obviously. They have to pay Dayan Jones. But I think there are a few they have young talent, like really, really good young talent on the defensive side of the ball that I really like. In terms of the Bills, they still don't have a running back. Stephon Diggs will be 30 in, in, next year or this year. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen is young. He is the best quarterback on this list that we're talking about, yes. He's but not the same without Brian Dable? I wouldn't say that, but I just think the, the pieces around Josh Allen are not of proper age for the future. So in terms of future, you know, 
I will put them at three. The Bills have to make some happen. Yeah, for, for me to like change my the off season would have to be they bring all the guys because Von Miller's old. That's not like he tours, he's still yeah, on a contract though. He still can be great, but he he's be, old. Yeah, you know no, what I'm saying? And he's got paid a lot. But he was elite this year before he was. But how is that going to affect him? Tre'Davious White, you know, he's getting up there in age. Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, they're up there in age. Like this, Micah's just outside of Ed Oliver and Greg Russo, their guys are getting up there in age. So for me. You know, the Jaguars, obviously, I think we all have them at one comfortably. I, I don't. Interesting. You um, have the Bills at one. I do. Because, of course, I understand. I understand. But I, I just understand if there's a window. Yeah, I, I broke down just, I think, to the win teams, a Super Bowl. I hear you. Yeah. They have it's a, they when have you're a, on your rookie they have, contract. Yep, they definitely have a longer They do. And then Jacksonville sure. got Tyson. Like, they got guys. Tyson Campbell. That's, that Walker played the factor good, for me having know? Jags won. That makes sense. Because you you haven't paid the quarterback yet. You're going to have to pay him over $50 because that's just what it's happening. You still Rogers have to, over 50. You still have to put money towards the offensive line for that's the Bills. You still have to, you know, get another guy for the defensive line. Like, like this team is – I love him. Don't get me wrong. I love the Bills. I love Josh Allen. He's going to do what he can do. He's so talented, and he's the best quarterback on this list. But in terms of team, you know, the coaching is now in the play. Like, I trust Doug Peterson out of all four of these teams in terms of coaching. Dable. Oh, I'm sorry. Dable. I trust Dable. Dable, then Peterson, then McDermott out of all these teams. So, it's like – It's, it's, it's not crazy to say no, you it's trust not, Peterson. It's not. No, it's not. Super Bowl winning head yeah, but I, I, I would take yeah, – I'm taking Dable, but I understand I, where no, I forgot from. Dable just did some shit with this he Giants did. team. I got to put him on. But also, at the same time – Peterson did just do some shit with yeah, his yeah. job. No, yeah. It's oh, also yeah, both yeah, in the same boat. And it's like so also, giant stink, there, so, yeah. there will be people that have the conversation. Is Trevor Lawrence on that on that level of Josh Allen? Is he in that tier of quarterbacks think, with the Mahomes? I think he's the like Burr? a year or two away. I, I'm, I would not be shocked to see it next year. Yeah, me too. Personally, I would Wouldn't not be, be shocked. Go, going into well, next going year, into ne- well, it's gonna, they're both gone. Going into next year, Allen's going to be like ranked three and Trevor will be ranked like six Five? probably. Okay, all right. I wouldn't be shocked either at that. You have him over Aaron still? I mean, you have him over Aaron? I, th- I have Aaron at like six or seven. It's messed up. I because think Aaron what, is still a top quarterback. I, 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 in this I treat I Aaron and Brady in their own category. It's very hard to place them. You mm-hmm. understand that they are one of the two of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. For me, it's tough to rank them because wherever you rank them, it comes across disrespectful. You just have to acknowledge and sit there and say, these two are elite. For me, I have Aaron at seven. Okay, so I respect you for placing them. I have a six. tough time doing no, it because Lamar. I I hate the the backlash you hear from when you rank them from where they haven't been their entire career. Yeah. No, I, I think Aaron is still an elite quarterback. In this, it's like in ranking football. LeBron. That's enough. That's the best way I can. No, call LeBron it fell off. Oh, yeah, I know. I, is it hard to rank LeBron? I still, I still think you rank him like top five. No, yeah. absolutely. So do I. But if if you have I'm people, six. That, uh, listen, I would still take LeBron over everyone. That's just me. Of course, I'm a you LeBron fan. No, if, if that's wrong. I mean, second best offense. And with look at those guys. We, we, Yo, we can have a conversation later. We can have a conversation no, I later. Never said no, no, that no, no. to you. Well, I, I saw it before you. They I saw it before. They didn't. I commented yeah. it hours before you sent uh, it to show me. Show me proof. I don't, I'll do it off the show. Okay. Like Again, we'll have that conversation later. Football, football. No, absolutely. Football. You kind of threw me off a little bit. Uh, oh, yes, but when it comes to... I, <laughs> I would take LeBron over a lot of guys, yes, but then to other people, how could you take him over Jokic? That's irresponsible. How could you take him over Luka? That's irresponsible. How could you take him over Giannis Antetokounmpo? That's irresponsible. It's just that it's very hard to, to place these guys... When you understand they've had a laundry list of seasons of being elite, until they visibly fall off, which neither have, it's very hard to do that, in my opinion. We're talking about Trevor Lawrence, though. No, I'll, we are. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, I don't know how this became a LeBron yeah, thing. Yeah. No, I'm because <laughs> we're talking about a zoned out. No, but we're talking about the elites of the elites, and my you whole said Aaron Rodgers. I don't the think, whole sentiment with how you place Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady in terms of the best quarterbacks in the I league. I understand right the now. Tom Brady. LeBron That's why I say yes. Aaron one kind of lost me, but I don't well, think Aaron, it's hard to rank them. Who's just a better quarterback now? Football is a little different than NBA. I don't know. It's hard for me. 
It's hard. I think for Trevor me. Lawrence is a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers right like now. Like for the future, there's no doubt about it. I would take Trevor Lawrence because he's younger. He has Tough. a lot of promise. Right now, it is so hard for I me to answer that. Me personally, it's so and not, not, no, no, not going Trevor Lawrence. I just don't think it's hard. Like you Aaron take Aaron easy. I think yeah, I think it's still Aaron. <sighs> That's so hard. It's so hard. Trevor finished the year as one of the best quarterbacks in the league. What about you? I take Aaron right now. I get it. You, you, I know future, but it's all about situation. <laughs> and it, whoever's in a better situation is probably going to have the better statistical season. It's, it is what it Tua. is. Exactly. And that's why Tua is not that good. He's okay. a fraud. Okay. All right. I didn't uh, say all do that. We, do we want to give our list? Do you want to give our list here? No. I know, uh, Riv. So run it back for me. Who's your four to one? <clears throat> so I got Jags at one, Giants at two, Bills at three, Dallas at four. Okay. okay. I was surprised. He was hating on me. I, I was just surprised. You're a Bills guy. You're a Josh Allen guy. I'm, I was real, expecting, I'm, I'm a realistic I was, man. I, I still that. think we can. I you know what I'm that. saying? But yes. the future is a little bleak. I just, this the way that I ranked it was, who has the better opportunity to win a Super Bowl in the next, let's say, five years? In my opinion, I think the Cowboys are fourth on this list. With the roster that they have currently, with the money that they allocate to certain players, it's very difficult to alter the roster as too much to get over that hump. I need Demar to get ten points. Oh, he's eating. Please, all right. Manifest. All right, I'm manifesting. I'm believing. Third quarter. Oh, okay. Like six minutes Got left. Yeah, but they're they're up by sixteen. Oh shit. The Dallas Cowboys have an, a, a a very great defense. They have superstar players on both levels. You have Michael Parsons, one of the premier linemen, and then of course you have Trayvon Diggs, who has been one of the better cornerbacks in the league for the past two seasons, specifically this year, but. I just worry about this offense. Kellen Moore is one of those guys that I don't fully trust as my offensive coordinator. Dak Prescott, I do believe in him, but the weapons around him. How can you allocate money to get better weapons around him? What can you? What trades can you possibly make happen to get better weapons for Dak Prescott? Uh, are you going to let Tony Pollard go this offseason? Draft B. John Robinson? It's like there's, there's avenues that they could go to better having skill players, but who are you going to put next to CeeDee Lamb? I believe in Dalton Schultz, but is Dalton Schultz and CeeDee Lamb enough to get over the hump of the Niners, of the Eagles? Love season. season, I have have a tough time believing in that. And the coaching staff, Dan Quinn is probably going to become a head coach. Good catch. Dan Quinn's probably going to become a head coach on another team. He's been one of the better defensive coordinators the last two seasons as well. One of the better assistant coaches there's been in in the NFL these last two seasons. I believe that he will be off the team, so that's a hole that you're going to have next year. So, yes, it's it's mainly roster-oriented in terms of how can you better the team right now. Um, and also, when it comes to coaching, I'm not the biggest fan. Next on my list is the Giants. And I say that for the fact that I still don't believe you're going to have to pay Daniel Jones top dollar. I think that, yes, Daniel Jones did exceed your expectations. Yes, he did win a playoff game, and that was making the playoffs in and of itself was an accomplishment for the Giants because they were way ahead of schedule. Both the Jets and the Giants preseason were not even expected to be in the running to be playoffs unless you were us, that we sat at this table and we believed respectively that the Jets and the Giants would be in contention. Never did you imagine that they would actually, and by they I mean the Giants in this scenario, that they would actually make the playoffs. But that's a credit to Dable. Now if you're the Giants, we have a head coach that we can trust. Of this group, you could come to the conclusion that Dable is the most trustworthy head coach. If you want to say Doug Peterson, I would shake your hand gladly. Doug Peterson's another guy who overachieved with his team, winning the division, winning a playoff game, coming back in amazing fashion. That's a credit to Doug Peterson and what the Jaguars have going on over there. But why I say that the Giants have the third most 
potential is because you don't know what they're going to do with this money. Right now, there's conversation that they might not bring Saquon Barkley back because they understand that the money that they're going to have to pay him. So now, what is your primary focus for you, the Giants? Get weapons around Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones showed you with limited, he can still win games. This defense will continue to get better. Kayvon Thibodeau was one of the best rookie defensive players this year. In my opinion, if he's healthy the whole season, I think he's a strong candidate for defensive rookie of the year. I don't think he wins it over Sauce, no way. And Tariq was amazing in his own right. But I, I believe in this young team of the New York Giants, particularly on the defensive side of things. If you're the Giants, you understand what you need to do offensively. Yes, the Cowboys know what they need to do, but I believe it's harder for the Cowboys to do it than the Giants. Um, as for my number two team, which is the Buffalo Bills, I believe that they are number two right now because, yes, you are allocating a ton of money to the quarterback position. And once you are past this point, it is very tough to put a Super Bowl-winning roster in place. And the Bills just have holes on the offensive line, the lack of run game, the lack of weapons next to Defon Diggs. Yes, Josh Allen elevates anyone that you put next to him, but you need that next-level guy. Unless you're Patrick Mahomes, who seems to be the only quarterback that can win with a limited amount. You have Joe Burrow, who is continuously having success with Jamar, with T, with Joe Mixon, Tyler Boyd. He's amazing in his own right, but he also does have to give a little bit of credit to these guys out wide. Absolutely. Majority of the credit goes to Joe Burrow. I don't want it to sound like I'm hating on him. I'm just acknowledging the fact that he has weapons galore. In this scenario with the Bills, Josh Allen simply does not have that. He's the weapon in terms that he has to be the run game. He has to be perfect passing the ball in order for his team to be in 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 contention to win a ball game and really continue down the stretch in the playoffs. If he's not at 100%, they lose. Even when Josh Allen was 100% last year, they lost. So there are there are, are pieces on this team that definitely need to be adjusted, but I respect Josh Allen enough to have him number two. And then number one, for reasons why I listed a little bit earlier, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, on your rookie deal, this is your time now to maximize and win a championship. In year two of Trevor Lawrence, after year one, which was disappointing to a lot of people's standards, in year two to have the bounce back that Trevor Lawrence did and do part to Doug Peterson, what he instilled in this Jaguars team on both levels, mainly offense, Trevor Lawrence came back and put up superstar numbers. One of the best quarterbacks down the stretch from week nine on. He was phenomenal, both passing and his ability to scramble outside the pocket as well, make things happen with his legs. Get Calvin Ridley back next. Get Calvin Ridley added to this team next year in conversations to potentially add DeAndre Hopkins to this team. This offense becomes disgusting. Travis Etienne, who credit to him, one of the better rushers in this league, averaged five, over five yards a carry. In the playoffs, he was very efficient in his own right in the both rushing and receiving aspect of things. This team is only going to continue to get better. This defense did play very well also. I trust the Jacksonville Jaguars, and more importantly, I trust this window that Trevor Lawrence allows them to have to win a Super Bowl. Number four is easy for me in saying it. It's the New York Giants. I know they have cap space. It's $45 million, but the free agents, they take up most of that cap space if they're going to sign them back. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Nick Gates, Julian Love, Darius Slane. I don't know if they bring him no back, way. but Please, who God. cares? Daniel Jones, I'm not sure how much money he's going to command, but I will say if the it's Giants tough. pay him any more than $30 million, it's going to be a gigantic mistake. Because the Giants have not been in this great situation in terms of the receiving core, people look at that and say, well, look at Daniel Jones with this. If he had better... He'd be like a top echelon guy. He's not. Daniel Jones will never be one of those franchise quarterbacks in the NFL. He is who he is. You just he used to be a right. Daniel Jones guy, man. He's, he's, I really don't know what happened to you. And I, I saw four years of film on him. That, that's what happened. The film's been out. 
That's and you've what, been consistent with my guy DJ all, for that for was the two long years. Run. That was 2019. No, 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 we're talking about this year. All this year, you and I were, were on the same page. I'm just really I was on the same page with, with Daniel Jones. You were, Stop, man. I think Daniel Jones is all right. He's good. I don't. You try to have this conversation with him and Dak. He's not that. I mean, he. It's uh, not insane. I'm taking it is Dak, insane. but it's not insane to entertain the conversation. That's recency bias. No, it's... Yes, it is. Well, this year was his best year by far. Fuck me for thinking that <laughs> Daniel Jones has only gotten better since coming into the league. Uh, I'm so wrong for for, for sure. seeing that and, and, and giving credit where it's due. You can give credit without saying that he's better than a... a I'm the, not the saying he's better. Quarterback I'm not NFL. saying he's... We're saying he's, it's an argument. Dak is not a top 10 quarterback. He's around 10. If he's 10, not 11, top 10, 10 11, he's, 12, 11, he's 12, in that 11, yeah, 10, he's 11, in that 11 12, to 15 10, range. 10, 12, 12, Nothing 10. wrong with that. He's in that 11 to 15 so range. So Daniel which Jones are the, did the this very good quarterback takes away everything other quarterbacks have done for multiple seasons. On Absolutely end. not. So is Daniel Jones can, better than Derek Carr? He is not better than him, but I would rather right now where we stand, Daniel Jones, for the same price. He's not going to be the same price. Well, I'm asking you, who is a better quarterback, Derek Carr? Yeah, just right? ask who's a better. It's like for for the for. The years that we've now, who's seen, better no right doubt. now, like today, who's better? Damn, tough question. You're gonna say Daniel. I would rather Daniel Jones for the mobility aspect. The of offense things. that Daniel Jones was in was very simple, and Brian Dable really handed why everything to him on a platter. Last year, you told me the exact same thing. Tua's offense was very simple: hike the and ball, get it out in, in December. He was horrible in December. He also was hurt. The third, the third game where he was horrible. Yes, okay, but no, he was horrible for two games can, before no, that. No, we can also use context in that Chargers game. The defense simply was just great. You. They were there, great. There were guys open. They forced him to throw outside. So there's multiple plays of him missing wide open guys. So we can we can we can sit here and agree. I can send you on Twitter. I'll send you a video. No, play. that's fine. It, it was uh, what? The wide open guys. One or, one or two guys. <laughs> no, one or two you plays. Have you saved? I, I, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. That's generational hate right there. He's waiting for that's generational. Hate. It's just that I I keep track of this stuff. And against the Niners, he wasn't the normal two that we've seen. But he, he wasn't, wasn't accurate. He wasn't bad. He wasn't. He, he was the most inaccurate that we've seen up until that point. When he had to fit passes into tighter spaces, he wasn't accurate. He wasn't. He okay. W- he was definitely not the two we'd seen up until that point. Listen, Daniel Jones and the Giants were a great story this year. That's all it is, a great story. Wait, they get away they have $45 million in cap space, but you got to pay Saquon, Daniel Jones, your free agents next year, Andrew Thomas, Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, Xavier Nasty. McKinney. They got it's a tough. lot of – and this is not a team that is just missing a couple things and they're in contention. You need to overhaul the linebacking core. You need to overhaul the secondary for the most part. Uh, you need to you need to overhaul the wide receiver core. And you don't have draft a franchise well. quarterback. That that hurts the most. If you don't got that, your chances of winning Keep anything sleeping. big time are, are very it's a low. Shame, man, well, you and I are on the same Caleb page. It sucks. I will keep sleeping. I'm gonna keep sleeping on Daniel Jones. Will Daniel Jones ever be the best quarterback in the NFC East? No, doesn't need that's to unfair. Be. He really doesn't need to be. Jimmy it's G was barely a top fifteen quarterback. You just got to build a good I, team around. I know. I'm not saying the Giants. No, but you can also. But that. and by well, saying that, also exactly. In Dable, that's who what you're can, saying. Who can mitigate a lot of shit? So if you just put in some solid things, they will always do his job. You need to get an elite defense then, because that's what Jimmy G had. Pack up, pack up with defense. Yeah. They three need defense. linebackers. Pack they need top no. three defense. What you said more than pack anything up. that really hit home was the linebacker. The pack lack up. of linebackers that the Giants have had the Cowboys are for the last couple of seasons. In Washington, we don't know when they're ever going to get a quarterback. I mean, they're they're a mess. Yeah. Number three is the Bills. Negative $15 million Cowboys in cap space. Cowboys, too. Interesting. The cut candidates for them, not much. Mitch Morris, Naeem Hines, Saran Johnson, Tim Settle. Only Naeem Hines probably goes. Yeah. And the free agents are Tremaine Edmonds, Jordan Phillips, Jordan Poyer, Roger Saffold, Devin Singletary, 
regressing defense, offensive Except line is average. Yeah, and, and no elite options outside. Josh Allen can only do so much. And if this team is cheap and not willing to spend and really move these cap hits to the signing bonus, this team is going to regress. And we're going to talk about the Patriots later on in the show, but there is a window in this AFC East now because Super the Miami. Bills look vulnerable. And usually you need to win a Super Bowl on your rookie contract if you're going to win one statistically. A quarterback and coach combo, most, mostly all of them have won within their first five years. Josh Allen and Sean McDermott are already at that point, and they haven't won, and they have to pay Josh Allen soon. That's going to take a lot of their cap space, I mean, one six one, of them. The only one really still – Josh got a contract. Josh did get a contract. It, it doesn't kick in. in. Yes, yeah. yes. The only one to win a contract – uh, or the year after, maybe? Right now, the only one in recent memory to win a Super Bowl on their rookie contract Mahomes. is Mahomes. Jerbo went. He went. There. He went. No, shout out to him. J- Jared Goff went. Carson Wentz went. Well, Carson they, they won. They won, to yeah. be fair. He just didn't. He wasn't the quarterback. Nick Foles went. Nick Foles was yeah. a stud. Carson Wentz nothing, was MVP. But nothing, wrong, nothing wrong with acknowledging Nick Foles. And when Brady was winning them, he wasn't taking up a huge chunk no, of the salary. Giselle, Giselle, Giselle definitely Held blessed the What about New Big England Ben? Patriots. Was Big Ben's on the rookie deal? When he won the first time yeah, around, no. yes. The second time, I think that was well, his I mean, second contract. And Peyton, his third? He wasn't on a rookie deal. No, he wasn't. Even when he goes, he no. The, his the, his first Super Bowl wasn't. His second no, 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 Super Bowl the, definitely yeah, the wasn't. Seahawks won when he got smoked out. He wasn't I mean, that was the same contract that we won the the Super Bowl in twenty sixteen. Yeah, I'm saying like yeah. he wasn't on a, a rookie deal. No, that they was that was a five year ninety five. Definitely. Wow. I mean, John That's Elway put him in heaven. Yeah, fifty five TDs and fifty five point blowout is nuts. The reason why I have the Cowboys number two, I'm sorry, is because they have some cash space to work with. They can cut Jordan Lewis to free up five million. They have a lot of free agents, Lane Vanderis, Tony Pollard, Donovan Wilson, Dalton Schultz, Connor McGovern, Jonathan Hankins. They're only paying Dak two more seasons. They can get out of that deal in two more years. The offensive line and what do you do at quarterback? Is, is good. I mean, you got two years to figure that out. You know, that you can you can find a quarterback or you can draft two one years. and hope to develop one in that time span, but your weapons and CeeDee Lamb, he's a great receiver. Absolutely. You need to add on to that, no, no doubt. But the offense has some pieces. The defense is great. I just think with getting Dak's contract off the books in the next two years, mm-hmm. you will be able to start over where the Bills can't start over anymore. Their cap their cap space is going to be in hell for this entire Josh Allen contract tenure. If the Giants, depending on how they pay the TV Daniel deal is going to bless them also. But they have ahead. to draft well. If, if the Gi- they if, do. You're right. If the Giants pay Saquon and Daniel Jones, let's say Daniel Jones is $20 million, Do you think they Saquon sign Saquon? Like Twelve million. It, they have to meet somewhere in the middle. Well, Saquon that, wants you know? sixteen, but that I they offered him twelve and he said no. Yeah, but 16. even what's crazy about that he to also me, he doesn't want to reset the market. That's what I'm saying. He's that's not somewhere so between twelve and sixteen. He's not going to get sixteen million anywhere in the league. I, th- really dumb team would do I think that yeah. the Giants, although they understand that Saquon Barkley, teams are dumb enough to pay running backs anymore. Most of them are aren't. Did you pay Le'Veon? Yeah, that was five years ago at this point, though. I'll say this: Cook got paid. Mixon got paid. Um, by their team, all their, no, all the that's guys what I'm saying. Their by their team, yeah. he got Aaron Jones got paid. It's like it's not a Camara got paid. Teams Henry? do it. Le'Veon Saturday got paid. Le'Veon Saturday year, the market was not what he thought it was going to be. No, no. They they got, well, he also took a year off. Same, same that was coming mistake. off of injury, not this past season, but having that injury history is definitely going to affect them. No, no doubt. Negotiations. But I'm I'm happy for him on a on a personal level to come back the way that he did. And I'm, I, I don't care what contract he gets. He deserved it. I just think flexibility-wise, the Cowboys have more in the future than the Bills and Giants and 
when it comes to the best future team, to Jaguars because Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. Agreed. You have to fix that secondary, overhaul it, and you need a center and, and some guards. But they have a chance here. They're negative in Cassis right now because they spent a ton this past offseason. And they have Evan Ingram, Marvin Jones, Arden Key, who was their third, second-best pass rusher this past season. Yep. And Dewan, Dewan Smoot and Jawan Taylor for ages. So they have to figure it out. But Trent Bulky came out with a quote saying that the, the real issue is having money. Cap space, you can be flexible with it, and it's really like a myth. It's not, not really real, but yeah, as long you as you can, have cash, then yeah, I know you'll be you fine. So well, if Shot Khan, Khan is a billionaire, the owner of the Jaguars, they're definitely willing to spend to make this team a, a really good team. So I trust the Jaguars moving forward in the future. Can I ask you a really quick question? A little off-topic, by little I mean a lot. Um, I remember when I was laughed at for saying Daniel Jones, if he were the quarterback at the Niners, they'd be my Super Bowl favorite. Now, in hindsight, that you have the Niners going to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, do you believe that Brock Purdy and Daniel Jones are on the same level, or would you take DJ? That's a great question. I'm just wondering, because I was laughed at, and I just want to ask you as well. You're included. I, I take DJ for sure. I, I laughed at you. I would I'll take, take DJ. DJ for sure. So I'm just wondering, would you guys feel comfortable in my statement now if you were? They st- I, don't, I still don't think they'd be Super Bowl favorites. You still think that the Eagles would beat them? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's, not, the not, that's fair. It's that's not fair. Crazy. That's fair. It's not crazy. But now but I'm asking but, you. But now it's not laughable as it was before. Facts. I would say that. I wouldn't I mean, laugh. It shouldn't have been. No, at first. You know, I, now I wouldn't laugh. It, you it guys was, slept. I wish you didn't. We didn't sleep. I mean, <laughs> but for me, it's still you more, it's no, still you more about the Niners. You didn't. It's still more about the Niners. I just wanted it to be known. Daniel you didn't Jones. sleep on DJ. Daniel Jones is just mid. And oh, I mean. Sure. Now he's mid. It's just, <laughs> any, it's just any quarterback that I defend. Yes. Mid. Mid. Are you yes. like mid, bro. I'm sorry. Tua was number one in every category. Oh, shit. I that. Um, I'll give my four. Uh, I'll go. I'll go quick here. I'm interested uh, because we here. definitely are not going to have the same list. We're not, but because I'm going to say, your, I'm going to guess: Giants, Cowboys, Bills, Jags. Has you guys have convinced me. I had the Bills one. I'm going to move them to two. You guys have convinced right. me. Okay. Um, collectively as a unit here, number four, I do have the Giants. I think they have a bright future. It's just these other three teams. Uh, I believe in more. And mostly, I've been saying it really since the Giants have been winning games. The timing of everything is just off, right? You would hope this is a team that. You have a bunch of rookies or guys on rookie deals or you're paying a guy or two here or there. But this is a situation where this year you have to pay DJ, you have to pay Saquon. And as Joel mentioned, in 2024, Leonard Williams, Dory Jackson, Andrew Thomas, Dexter Lawrence, Xavier McKinney, those are five out of your ten best players, five of your best eight players. Leonard has to go of those bunch, though, if I have to say. Yeah, and the fact that you have $45 million this season, you have to pay these guys, but also still save cap room for next season and the seasons following, it's going to be tricky. I know everyone wants this complete overhaul at wide receiver and linebacker, but they're going to have to be smart with their money because then they're not going to be able to bring back some of these key guys. I have the Giants at four. I have the Cowboys at three. Um, I still think they're a really good team, and I just don't want to confuse Dak Prescott being a good quarterback, and all of a sudden, since he's not a Superman quarterback, the Cowboys are never going to be good. Th- this is what they are. They're going to be a team that get in the playoffs. They could win a game. If things go right, really right, maybe you know the other team's quarterback is out for the game they place them, or they get a lucky turnover. Maybe they catch a couple breaks and they could get to a Super Bowl, but I don't think they're ever going to be the best roster, the best well-coached, or have the best quarterback in the NFC. And on top of that, Pollard and Schultz are free agents, which are two of their bigger, biggest contributors to the, offseason, or to the season. They do have some cap money to work with. I originally had the Jags number two, but I'm moving that to the Bills, and... I think we're overreacting a little bit, having the Bills at three and behind the Giants. You still have Josh Allen, and this league is really simple. If you have the best quarterback, you're going to win your division. You go around to every single division outside of probably the NFC West this season, which Brock Purdy slash Jimmy G won. You'd probably take 
every quarterback, honestly, um, this season over them. But other than that, Kirk Cousins won. Rodgers better, but regardless, Jalen Hurts, Mahomes, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, it's always the best quarterback who wins these divisions, Tom Brady. So regardless of the retooling they have to do, they're, I, I still think the Jets are making moves, the Patriots, Dolphins all making moves. I still would have the Bills as my favorite to win the AFC East next season. And number one is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not only do you have a quarterback on a rookie contract, Super Bowl-winning head coach, you're in a terrible division. You're in a division with the Titans, with the— um, Bottom two division. Exactly. Colts, just Houston. I exactly. Mean, Houston's like on the rise. I believe in got, that team. Yeah, you got the number two pick. But uh, you're in a terrible division, so you're going to have six games that should be relatively easy at times. Like, they're all going to play hard. It's a division game. I get that. But I think it's going to look similar to how the Bucks have looked these last couple of seasons Some where Dells. they're the best team, but they also have don't have a lot of competition in their own division. Young Dell, smartest guy in the pod. Um, you, bro. And yeah. most handsome. You don't think – you are indeed the most handsome. I'm undoubtedly. Sorry about you. No, no, you are. Um, you. you don't think with the fact that the Bills being in a division with Miami – with the Patriots, with your up-and-coming Jets. You saw last year, yeah, gave them some fits with third-string quarterbacks. We did. You saw Miami finally getting that split. You saw the Patriots eh, giving in a little bit of fight. You're not too worried about that, especially with the Bills, the way they just lost, that type of energy, that type of feel coming into next year. Like, damn, we might not be as good if, as we once were. If Josh Allen's healthy, I don't. like. Look, if, that doesn't bother you? All that toll he has to do offensively for them? I mean – Four or five years from now, maybe like when he's in his mid early thirties, possibly yeah. like his career definitely he does not have the same fifteen to twenty year career mm. you could see from a Burrow or even Mahomes who could kind of rein himself in more. But Burrow's I think worrying too in terms of the fifteen. Yes, he's been super safe in the pocket, but he scrambles. He yeah, definitely and obviously gets the offensive line you know lets him get hit get hit a lot. But yeah. if you just look at the top quarterbacks in the league, they're always winning. They're yeah. in playoffs. 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. They're they're competing. But for conference to be fair, the last what. Four or five seasons, the top quarterback always hasn't won. I mean, Tom Brady, yeah, Pat Mahomes, yeah. But Stafford wasn't a top, top, no. top quarterback. But Mahomes went to five straight. Yeah. Jimmy G <laughs> went. He wasn't a he top mid. defense, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even before, Nick Foles, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz was ascending, but Nick Foles went. Yeah, if you want if you want to talk about and strictly in the Super NFC, Bowl, for sure. like Case Keenum, he went to the NFC Championship. For sure. You know? If you want to talk straight Brady Super Bowl, there's a lot. Of, a lot. There's a lot of things that go into it. You, you need to get lucky. You need to yeah. stay healthy. You need things to go your way. But, like, just overall, like, consistently mm -hmm. being the playoffs, okay, yeah, winning yeah. playoff games i'll take the top quarterbacks okay. and you know not, let I'm it play just, out just want to see where your head was at with all that i mean i know where your head is at but i just want to see what's going on you know? i don't know what you mean by that you know what I'm sluts is saying daniel jones would make the 49 super bowl favorites <laughs> kind of like saying uh you looked up a clip didn't you <laughs> i don't know like he'd make the 2000 baltimore ravens favorites if he was on <laughs> yeah like i think a lot of quarterbacks would still have i feel like Niners taylor honicky would be on the Fa Niners, favorites is like, tough yeah they can make it. Favorites still. is tough, but like I would still see them in a similar position competing in the NFC Championship. I game. just want it to be known, Joel, that that's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. Taylor Hunt, you think Brock? No, Brady's it's better? just taking two, taking two stacked rosters and just being like, oh, if you prop this quarterback in. Well, there, I'm like, just saying. I acknowledged you know. long, long ago that the Niners team was elite. Oh, they're stacked. I acknowledge. I had that. them in the Super Bowl. It was my preseason pick. But then you plop in a better quarterback with Daniel Jones. I firmly believe How that they're the How much better is Daniel Jones than Brock Purdy? Do we know that for sure? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Uh, let's just go on to the next topic. No, do we know that for I sure? Know. If you want to talk about it, we could talk about it. I'm just talking to the guy who's been constantly shitting on Brock Purdy for the last however many I'm not. Weeks. I'm just taking into context what he has. But I don't know. Yeah, Daniel oh. Jones has not shown me nothing that, oh, my God. Yeah, he clears Brock Purdy. None of that for me, at With least. this Giants roster that you constantly have shit on all season long to win a playoff game against your Minnesota Vikings. I don't want. I want to emphasize that. Your Minnesota Vikings. 
the worst pass defense in the I'm glad you acknowledged that. The worst pass defense. Because it was very quiet for a while. I, I feel like you can prop anybody into the San Fran offense and no you shit. can probably yeah, say there's, the favorites. There's a lot of guys. No, absolutely. That's I just want it to be understood that, yes. Like, uh, even uh, whack oh, quarterbacks. T- like, t- we can just t- take a whack Taylor Heineke, really? Like, Wentz. Is there somebody who can fix Zach Wilson? Shit, yeah. Wow. No, no, no. Wow. no, no, no. I just that's, wanted to make that's sure that's where we're at. That's where we're at. That's where we're at. I'm just making sure. Taylor Heineke. What about Sam Howell? Oh, my God. We don't. We have no clue. What about Geno Smith? They're not favorites? Yes. Or Mac Jones? Yes. Mac Jones, really? For sure. Mac Jones is better than Daniel Jones. He's shown more in two, his two, first two seasons than Daniel Jones. Uh, his, yeah, his How about Daniel really Jones' rookie season? He turned the ball over a ton, but a lot of rookies do. Mac Jones didn't. He was okay. What about Justin Fields? <clears throat> I would I would love to see Fields. Justin Fields would be awesome. Be like, are you kidding me? Andy Dalton. No, you can name all these names, but I'm just making it acknowledge that I was laughed at for that statement. So I was early on that if you want to say mediocre quarterbacks going to this team, that right mediocre or above average quarterbacks, however you want to call it. But you said that more to praise Jones than to praise the Niners roster. No, it was an acknowledgement that, yes, this Niners team is stacked. If you give them a, a slightly better quarterback or a better quarterback, they will win the Super Bowl comfortably. Do they win this com- because what's comfortably ho- what's, with Daniel what's Jones? Ho- what's ho- I feel like they would definitely win it comfortably. Yes. Give him Debo, Ayuk, you give him Kittle, you give him CMC, you give him one of the best old lines in the game. On top of it, the best defense in the game. On top of Kyle Shanahan, we already saw what a, a coach improvement did to Daniel Jones' game from last year to this. From sophomore year to this. You give him Kyle Shanahan, the best, the second best, in my opinion, head coach in the league. Offensive-minded head coach in the league. You're telling me that I wouldn't feel them to be Super Bowl favorites the way that I've been talking about Daniel Jones? Of course I would. Dallas, would you pick the uh, the Eagles or Niners if the Niners had Daniel Jones? Eagles. You're talking to an Eagles guy, and Talk you're going to ask Riv, an Eagles guy. What Still about you? Eagles. Yeah, that Daniel it's Jones. Bias does, aside, no, like, Daniel Jones doesn't move the needle like the quarterback needle for me. Yeah, yeah. they would need to get someone not on Hurts' level, better but than like Jaylen on Dak's level. I think if they had Daniel Jones, I might have to change my pick and ride with Jalen Hurts. I have to. Purdy's better. Yeah, it's all right. No, it's, yeah. it's the Drew just effect. Got the yeah, if they had Dak, I'd be a little bit more like shit. Yes, I agree. Like someone in Dak's tier. Talking about the Jones in the NFL, the Patriots hired Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator, which means that Mac Jones will have in the second season very attractive. Well, in his third season, a offensive play caller that is, that is an offensive coach for real, not not Thank Matt God. Patricia like last season. I really like this move. I do, and I, I really like Mac Jones as a quarterback too. And I think that pre-draft, everybody thought he was going to be this bust, and in his rookie year, he played phenomenally. And now in his second year since he regressed, although all the signs show to him regressing in this entire offense, to be honest, people hold that against him and now think he's not good. But I think Mac Jones is going to be good in his, in his third season. And the reports of them wanting DeAndre Hopkins makes me this much more higher on this Patriots offense because you bring in Bill O'Brien – who coached DeAndre Hopkins in Houston. X. Hopkins comes in. For yep. bullshit. And then you have a great offensive line, a great running game. Mac Jones can have a bounce-back season. This is where the Patriots' offense ranked from Mac Jones' rookie season to second season. Red zone efficiency, 11th to 32nd. Third down efficiency, 10th to 27th. First downs, tied for 9th to 28th. Sacks allowed, went from 8th to 19th. Touchdown scored, went from 48th to 31. Mac Jones before the draft helped O'Brien learn the Alabama offense. 
which just is a testament to how smart he is and how how fast he's able to gauge a playbook. I think this is a great home run hire for the Patriots, and, and I'm really happy that Mac Jones is going to have a chance to succeed in his third season. And the fact that we're saying this is the home run hire. Listen, Bill O'Brien, with that, that was an upgrade. He was clowned out of Houston. Part of the reason was Rightfully his so. de facto GM position where he trades a second-round yeah. pick. Or, excuse me. That was on they, McNair. They, that yeah, was they trade Hopkins for a second and, De- and uh, David Johnson, which was one of the worst trades we've seen in recent memory. But I think the fact that I agree. I love this move. I think it's a great move. But I think the fact that everyone's speaking so highly on it really shows how bad of a position the Patriots were in last season, right? I mean, the fact that you have Matt Patricia and Joe Judge in your ear every day in meeting rooms, in the film room, on game day, it's not ideal. Not only if you're a veteran, but if you're a second-year quarterback still trying to find your feet, you have Bailey Zappi coming in. He starts for a little bit, all this outside commotion. On top of it, you don't have any weapons, Yeah, you get right? benched for Bailey Zappi in a it's game, rough. too. Like- so I think this is a great move. Um, the Patriots still have a ton of holes on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, receiver receiver group is one of the weakest in the league. And Jacoby Myers, the free agent, he is probably the best free agent available on the market. It's a very weak free agency uh, wide receiver Turn class. Wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the fact that he's going to be the best wide receiver, teams are going to be looking after him. And we know the Patriots, they typically don't spend big money, on, especially on wide receivers. Outside, you know, you see them bringing like Randy Moss 10 years ago. But outside of that, a trade. they're true. Mm-hmm. They, they don't really go out and spend big bucks. Not that Jacoby is going to command this huge contract, but I could definitely see him going, getting overpaid somewhere else. I like this, though. I think Mac Jones has definitely gotten disrespected <laughs> this year. I think if you put him in this situation like the 49ers, he would be a Pro Bowl quarterback, although he was his rookie year with the Patriots. I do, I do think it gets overlooked. It was a rough season. Coaching wasn't great. The weapons weren't great. Um, and overall, just kind of seems like an organization that's a bit lacking behind in terms of they don't really invest Sorry. offensively enough, right? They drafted Tyquan Thornton in the second or third round of the draft. He was He's banged got upside. up. He's got upside, but he was banged up. He wasn't really a highly touted prospect. It always felt like a bit of a reach, but... He had a promising preseason, I remember. He's fast as shit. Um, he's fast. Yeah, it's, it's about it. Uh, John Ross is fast. All you need in this. Uh, <laughs> and he got him drafted in the first and round. What happened? Yeah, he's also injury prone. Um, I, listen, I believe in Taekwon. I'm not even just saying Yeah, that. no, Drew's a big Taekwon guy, but they need a, a big There's overall another, at receiver, uh, and they don't really draft him well. another mid-ballot for Drew? Taekwon? Yeah. If you want to, listen, I'm, I'm fine with this this label of me being a fan of the mid guys, but we have to understand that a majority of them do go off. I, I like that more than Mr. Burrow and Mahomes. I love that way more. Yes. No, I'm, I'm, all, but I'm just saying respect to my, my good friend Joel, with all due respect. Mr. 10 QBs over it here? It's just, I respect it more. <laughs> I'm just saying, it, you want to call me the mid because guys. in the offseason, oh, the debates of Burrow were... No, and I, overwhelming. I've never. No, for sure. All the sure. quarterbacks you took over Burrow and laughed at me when I said he could be no, in the elite. I think the, the only one that was the only ones that looking at. back are stupid are Lamar. Stafford and Russ. St- Lamar's not stupid. Right it wasn't. Now? Listen, it's not. Let stupid. me just justify. Just it wasn't stupid to take Stafford. He just won the Super Bowl. And I agree. Yes, it wasn't stupid. You want listen? I give you. I give you a ton of praise. You told me last season after the after Joe Burrow. Here I am about to praise you. I'm about to praise you. Are you about to shit on me if I'm about if I'm going to praise you? Because let me know. Praise me. All right. Because <laughs> all I've done is like given you your bet, your credit for Joe Burrow. When it comes to Mahomes, you, you're never going to get that out of me. I don't want credit no, from Mahomes. No, of course not. I under, I'm just I, saying. I don't want credit from When it comes to Burrow, I give you acknowledgement. But let me hear this statement because now, I, of course, if I'm going to throw a comment, I want to hear the, the bullshit. Last season when Joe Burrow went on his playoff run and I had him as a top five quarterback and the only quarterbacks I had over him were Mahomes, Allen, Brady and Rodgers, and Brady and Rodgers is more due to... Again, the conversation that we had The prior. legacy, exactly. 
But I even said that, you know, Burrow, I'll take him over Brady moving forward in this year, no doubt. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Allen, and Mahomes are like the only guys that, you know, I, I kind of will still take those guys over him. When I talked about the playoff run, you told me that was recency bias for putting Burrow that high. Okay, and I, I just literally, again, like I just did, giving you nothing but credit when it comes to Joe Burrow. So I'm saying, and I last episode, I was watching, I watching wants the back. I give him the a reaction. handy underneath the table. <laughs> the la- last episode, Dells was like, oh, yeah, it's not hard to pick the pick, you know, root for the first overall pick quarterback. You doubted him every step away. I did. Discredit his playoff run. You said the Still offensive the line was, was, was actually better than people thought it was. And it, it was, was low-key it average. Was, look at some statistics. You know, it was always horrible. The, it was, and it still is... To begin this year was one of the worst. But it got really good. Yeah, it did. It, it did, but now they're going through three injuries. But last now. year is one of the worst in, in the league, according no, to most metrics of oh, pressure listen, rates. I never, I never disrespected yeah, Joe I'm Burrow and his playoff let's, ability. Let's stop. Listen, I, I'm i taking the L for sure. I still, looking back on it, felt I did not know the Bengals' team was this good. I did not believe in their defense being this good. I don't believe in Zach Till. I, I always said I had Joe Burrow last year as top 10 franchise quarterback. I don't have him top five. You're right. He has without a doubt leveled up. We don't really talk about the level up that Burrow took. He has taken a, a pretty big leap this season, but it was always for me more of the team of the Bengals. It's not like I thought Burrow was a bad quarterback. You move off him. None of that. It was more I did not think this team could go back to the playoffs, especially after, after getting pretty lucky during the Raiders and the Titans in the first two rounds last season. You didn't think Burrow was elite, though? Uh, I No, I thought Herbert. Thought yeah, he was those great. Guys he better. wasn't elite, though. And sure. even through the mid midpoint of this season, we had we still considered had the Herbert and Burrow debate. We did. I mean, now it's undisputedly we know this guy's been to two he's straight winning. AFC championships. Yeah, he's won. There's no he's doubt. He's got the best argument on his side. Yeah, he wins. But b- back to your point that you said though, because it's actually very interesting. So Burrow, you weren't too sold on this Bengals team being this good, right? But even on this playoff run that he had, you acknowledged the receivers back and forth. Oh, he has the best weapons room in football, right? Were you talking about this year or last year? Joe Burrow, just last season. Oh, yeah. You know, he has the best weapons room in football. So, you know, yeah, Burrow, but look at the weapons. And understandably, every time you mentioned that, I got pissed off. I now understand how you feel when I mentioned the Hurts, when the when I mentioned the Eagles stacked roster for Hurts. But if we're being honest, Hurts has a better team now than Joe Burrow had last year. For sure. The Eagles have arguably the best team in the league. They do. The roster stacked. Yeah, so is so is the Bengals. They're not, like the, the line. not like the Eagles. Though. On the line. Their defense like is fucking top notch. Their defense is. But the Eagles roster is like. It's better. It's the best roster in the NFL. It's better. It is. And I really hate. I would hate it if they win the Super Bowl. I really would. I really don't understand why. Just be another W for me. It would piss me off. I, I can't understand. I That's one of my nightmares that the Eagles won the Super Bowl this year. I mean, they've been the best team all year long. Yeah, but it's one of my nightmares that they win this year. It is. I mean, you were definitely higher on them prior to. Yes. To let's say week four. Yeah, but it's it's not that the Eagles, I don't want them to be successful. It's that if they win, the Chiefs or the Bengals are going to lose. Oh, and I don't, I don't want Burrow to head to a second straight Super Bowl and lose I'm two I'm just in glad a that it's Chiefs oh, and you Bengals. Oh, you would take the Bengals over? Oh, excuse me, you would take the NFC team. Didn't you just say the AFC team is winning regardless? Yeah, but what if they don't? What if they don't, though? What you if they, just, you just switched within that, an hour. That, no, that's <laughs> my prediction. That's my prediction. I just okay. said, this is why I wouldn't want the Eagles to win. Because then Burrow loses, and then Mahomes loses. I want Mahomes to get another ring. I want Burrow to get his first ring. We, we have talked about it with these losers in the divisional round that if you don't get that Super Bowl ring quick, you're probably never going to get it. it so for by. me, like that's why it's – 
it was hard for me to pick the Chiefs and Bengals because Mahomes got his. Joe Bro don't. And I need Joe Bro to get his too. I need all my guys to eat, man. Listen, huge, huge Bengals fans. Huge. I couldn't be bigger, honestly. Um, I won't say I'm exactly rooting for the Bengals, but if I go undefeated, I'd be happy. I, um, I'm, no, I'm, win-win. I'm rooting for the Bengals like I live in Cincinnati. This is a mojo question. Aaron Boone donated $9.99. Boone. Drew, you said that you sold Tua on Mojo. I know you love Tua, but do you really think he will return to elite form or he will be another mid guy you defend? Ooh. Can he separate himself? Oh my God, this was uh, rude. It's Thanks okay. for the donation. Uh, he gave, listen, shout out for the donation. Absolutely. Uh, shout out to our guy, Aaron Boone, Yankees manager. Um, I sold 50% of my shares into a so I could have money to allocate to Brock Purdy so I could make more money. That's the only reason why I sold. I still am up a significant margin on Tua himself. So, yes, no, I did not sell on Tua. I just took some money so I can allocate it elsewhere to make more money. Being smart, you know, trying to, to be as wise as I can with my financials. Um, in terms of another mid-guy, again, like I've, I've said already, my quote-unquote mid-guys pop. So, however you want to take it, that's up to you. Um, and by pop, exceed everyone's expectations of them. Absolutely, 100%. That's all they've done so far. Um, and no, he's definitely not a mid guy. When he was playing and he was healthy, he was one of the best quarterbacks in this league statistically. Absolutely. Does, do these splits against great defenses and bad defense worry you? Um, splits is nuts, by the way. Listen, we're definitely, I, I want to give some heat to Tua, absolutely. I also can look at Mike McDaniel, and Mike McDaniel definitely wasn't the most solid against these defenses also. His offensive scheme had worked against all these other, you know, rubbish to below average rubbish. defense, and they definitely worked, but against these upper echelons, he definitely could not draw up a great a great scheme. I will say definitely you have to go out and execute. I always say that very consistent. Tua did have to go execute. The one game that I find that the scheme was absolutely clamped was against the Chargers. That Chargers defensive performance that he put against Miami was all world. But no, uh, mid quarterback, mid tier guys, respect me. Not you. No. So be, I'm yeah. gonna read some super chats here. Nice. So this is some Joseph Azevedo, nine dollars nine nine cents. Hey guys, love the show. What do you guys think Dallas should do in the offseason, both NBA and NFL? So Mavericks and Cowboys. Love the pod. Drew has the best takes. He's made uh, me appreciate LeBron a lot more. Interesting. Well, you know, because a lot of people like to throw my boy's name in the mud, and sometimes you need that extra reassurance that I will supply. What's the definition of throwing LeBron's name in the mud? I don't think none of us have said nothing unless he (laughs) – just talk about the Lakers. Correct. Outside of the current Lakers. No, absolutely. We all respect all you do. No, no, no. We violate the Lakers. Disrespecting this current Lakers is disrespecting LeBron James' name, and that's my fault because I'm banging the table. I apologize. No, no, absolutely. No, go ahead. You're 13th seed. Or 12. Good to 12, know. 12. Good to 12, know. My bad. Wait, tune into hey, the next basketball episode. A game, just, a game uh, tune I'm going to play. Tune into the next segment. We're going to talk about Rui. But I want to say, I want to just finish these super chats up. So the Cowboys, we mentioned what they should do in the offseason, I think somewhat. The Mavericks, I think it's just getting another playmaker and scorer alongside Luka. Maybe a guy like Chris Middleton. Maybe they are that team that wants that to go after mean? OG and Anobi. I don't know. I, I just feel like the Mavericks, they need to get a second guy next to Luka. They do. No, I don't disagree at all. Uh, I do worry about the – if they do not get a second guy next to Luka, he will leave. Here, here's here's my thing about it. Um, yeah, the second guy part is important, you know, getting another star. But I do think it's bigger than another star. I do think maybe they should start small, get a couple guys that can do a little bit of what a star can do. 
you know, you watch the Dallas Mavericks play, and I don't know the numbers, but you're just watching them play, and they have maybe one other guy. Like, I don't count Christian Wood because he's more of a post-up player, but they don't have one other guy on the perimeter that can create his own bucket. I mean, Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie. can do it in stretches and spurts, but, like, having multiple guys that can do that to Brunson's level, to Spencer Dinwiddie's level, that's key. So maybe try to do that first because stars are hard to get in this league, and then with the cap – Dallas is not a big money franchise. You know, Mark Cuban's rich. He's he he'll spend, but with the cap space and the uh, flexibility they really have, they don't have many draft picks to throw out there. I think just getting small guys that can just go get a bucket, create for others, that's a start. And then you focus on getting a star. But right now, just find guys that's more guys than Dinwiddie and Luca. Yeah. Get multiple guys, three, four guys in the lineup. Let's see how it goes. And for the Cowboys, it's getting another weapon, right? We've seen all season. It was just CD and Schultz. Schultz is a free agent. Pollard's a free agent. You're going to have to replace them one way or another. Whether you resign them, bring in another guy, or both. It does feel like if you could have CD, Schultz, Pollard, and a number two wide receiver, now there shouldn't be any excuse for this offense. Now, this next one is from Kill Moves. He donated one dollar nine cents. Y'all hear about Derek Wolf's Mountain Lion story? I did. That was that was nuts. I didn't hear about it. He, uh, I don't know the whole story, but he killed a mountain lion. Derek Wolf? Or, no oh, uh, is it Derek From Wolf? Denver? Derek Wolf? Is that the name? Yes. From okay, Denver. yeah, ex uh, Bronco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killed the mountain lion? Yeah, I don't know how, with what, a weapon, I'm assuming. Hey, he, there's no way he did it with his hands. He's like six. Maybe he, did. Maybe he did do it with his hands. Yeah. Yeah. So if real, he did, real country boy. No, if he did, that's nuts. <laughs> uh, this is from Deco Donated 1 out of 9 on sense. Y'all looking real handsome today. Yo, Let's go, 49ers. How are you, Deco? This is from Tim Cronin. Donated one dollars nine nine cents. If Aaron isn't with the Packers, where should he go? Jets. JTS, baby. Going to the Jets. Get him to New York. Him and Zach got some sort of relationship off the field, it seems like. So comes to New York, gets to play with some good weapons and mentors, boy. Listen, wherever my Jets guy, whoever my Jets guys want, that's who I want um, them to get. Respect that. I would monitor the Miami situation. See if Tua how that the works. Packers have said if they trade him, it's only to the AFC. Yeah, so monitor the Miami situation, but um, yeah, the Jets, definitely the Jets. You know, get a, get a quarterback behind him to you know, because eventually he will retire. But yeah, Jets. I would love to see him go to the Colts. Not I playing. wouldn't. Oh, okay, good. thank now, God. The yeah. Jets, of course, is number one. Thank God you. Mentor Wilson. Zach Wilson. When Zach Wilson's ready, he's going to take off. All right, Lucas back in. Raiders would be interesting. Raiders be something very interesting. I'm I thought they them. were getting Brady. There is apparently that conversation, too. <laughs> this is from four. Donate one out of nine cents. And since he donated before, I'm not going to do the clapping thing. Dude, dude, dude. Every time. F- so fucking clap. It gets annoyed. Dude, clap. Bro, make it clap. You want me to press it? Charveris Ward is not good. Chase put 300 on him. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Caden Bass. Donated not. He, well, we already read a super chat. Sorry. This is from King Jordan. Donated one out of nine cents. Shout out River Academy, Joey B, and Josh for selling. This is from William with a smiley face. Don't need five dollars. Amazing show, boys. What team y'all want a rod going to? No bias, you Jets fans. Jets. And what is the trade package you think the Packers get? Uh, The report is two first round picks. There's reports that Woody Johnson would happily pay Aaron Rodgers and the Jets would happily give up those picks. We're at a point where we've tried developing quarterbacks. Shit doesn't work for us. We can't develop a quarterback. Go get Aaron Rodgers. You have a top five defense. You have potentially a top 10 receiver and top 10 running back. Make it happen. I'm with it. Two first round picks for Aaron Rodgers. Easy. That's easy what decision. Russ went for. Stafford went for. That's the market. X. And now Hunter Long donated one dollar nine on cents with no comment. Thank you. To end off this podcast, Lakers traded for Rui Hachimura. 
Here we they go. They traded Kendrick Nunn in three second-round picks See to the Washington ya. Wizards. Championship for move. Rui. Now, what are your thoughts on the Lakers trading for Rui? And I want to get him from you first, Drew. Thank you. I appreciate that. Shocker. You did a little no look there. Did, before he, before <laughs> bro, you, bro looked at Raven. Yeah, Drew. Did, before you um going, I was skill, getting ready did you, to talk. Did, did you see Rui's um, shot chart? No oh. profile. His offensive defense. No, 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 profile. no, no, no. Just let him. Uh, okay, let him talk. all right. <laughs> just, yeah, he's good, yeah. I, I saw it, and I'm gonna let you go. Okay. Um, it's not good. <laughs> why I am happy. Let, I want to see what he thinks of Rui as okay, a player. Yeah. <laughs> Respect me as a man. Simple as that. Fucking shit. Respect me as a man. And what you guys have continued to do, and this is different from the Rui conversation, is disrespect my Los Angeles Lakers. And what we've done is continue to put the naysayers down. Now, I understand what you guys are going to tell me. 13th seed. That means nothing to me in this competitive conference. Now, why I'm so happy and why I'm really excited is because, yes, I'm going to talk about Rui Hachimura in just a moment. But what I want to acknowledge is that this Lakers offense is surprising. It really is surprising me. Where we can't hit threes, we're better in transition than we are anything else. We're still, we have the second best starting five offensive lineup in the league right now. Only second to the Nuggets, who are the number one team right now in the Western Conference. Now to talk about Rory Hachimura and why I'm happy about this move. Why I'm happy is because Kendrick Nunn's gone. Kendrick Nunn, who has double-digit games of zero points, Kendrick Nunn, who was robbing us of money. Kendrick Nunn, who was supposed to be a, a great addition for us on this roster, is finally off this team. That's why I am happy. Rui Hachimura comes into this team. At least we get decent shooting. He's a very decent catch-and-shoot three-point shooter. He averages 13 points a game. That's nothing great. But he is a great role player. He's going to be a very solid role player. And that's all you can ask for with this, with this Lakers team. You add more depth to the team. Kendrick Nunn was super inconsistent. I understand that that's been the epitome of Rui Hachimura's so far NBA career, but at least Rui Hachimura is still young. He is, he has a very good build to him. He has a very firm size to him. He has the ability to play defense at a very firm level, no doubt about it, especially coming to this Lakers team that's going to force you to commit to defense. If Rui can just come in, and do his job, which I do believe that he can do, which we're not asking him to do much. Be a star player. You haven't, you be a starting player, excuse me, not a star player, no. You can be a starting player, get in the rotation, get comfortable because all they've lacked right now, what Rui has lacked in, in Washington was opportunity because players kept coming in and taking his opportunity. And that might be because of Rui Hachimura, but at the minimum, right now, he can come to the Lakers and get something going, get a little consistency going. Have guys like LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. Get him the ball in open spots where he can get his shots off. Get good, clean shots off. And there's there's not too much extra added pressure on him. I mean, yes, you there's slight pressure because you're playing on the Los Angeles Lakers. There's automatically expectations when pressure. you play with LeBron James. Going from Washington to L.A. is but, a lot of pressure. But why I am happy about this is because we get a little bit better in the terms of three-point shooting. We get some size. We get some versatility in the defensive side of things. I'm happy with this. I mean, anything would be better than Kendrick Nunn. And in terms of Cam Reddish and or Rui Hachimura, the fact that we took Rui Hachimura, I'm I'm sorry, Riv. I'm not upset at us going the Rui route. Someone that's more trustworthy. Think so. Is Cam Reddish trustworthy? Keep it a buck. Um, he's he a better play. defender by far. Okay. Like by far. Okay. I mean, he doesn't play. Okay. So but, okay. So it, it's not his. 
it's like an internal thing. It's like, all right, you sound like a, a dad, you know, defending his son right well, now. Well, I mean, you're the Knicks guy, so you should know what's the problem. Oh, no, I, listen, he's, he's <laughs> not great. Well, if you saw his shot profile, you saw Rui's profile, you would think otherwise. Wait, is this a Cam Reddish versus Rui conversation? It is. <laughs> How we got to that point. Well, that's what it was. It was the Lakers decided to choose Rui Hachimura over Cam Reddish. Was and again, I'm happy with it. I think it would have been in the last second rounders. Or Just less. L- no, no, we wouldn't have to give none. I think we would have to give him two seconds or something like that. Yeah, cook. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I thought this move was okay. Yeah. That's um, really. I mean, wh- what did you guys expect me to sit here and do? Championship. That's already on the way. <laughs> Wait till AD comes back. Rui was a good move because they didn't give up anything for him. Absolutely. Three second rounders, we'll see what that turns into. Knowing Washington's draft history, probably nothing. Terrible. Do you mean? But Rui is is empty calories. He is uh empty calories. He's not a player that can contribute to winning basketball. And you might say that's the situation. See, please on Washington. Come his on. true shooting percentage is fifty five point two percent for his career. That's three points below league average. He loves mid-range shots. He About 42% of his shots come from mid-range. He shoots 48% from there. So that's pretty good. But how does that fit with LeBron? I mean, LeBron is somebody who needs spot-up shooters around him. And how does a mid-range maestro fit next to LeBron? Among 124 players, he ranks 108th in potential assists per minute, which means he doesn't pass the ball. And the Wizards' net rating was always worse with Hachimura on the floor. And you might say, oh, it's because he plays with the Wizards. They're always bad. With Bradley Beal this year, the combination of Beal and Kuzma, they're positive. With Beal this year, with Hachimura, it's at negative 11. With Beal and Westbrook a couple seasons ago, it was negative when Hachimura played with them. Without him, they were positive. So he has been a negative for Washington his entire career. The things he does have that can help the Lakers, he has size and some scoring off the bench. But if he's coming off the bench to score and he's somebody who disrupts the flow of the offense, how does that affect Russell Westbrook? And he might have size, but he's a poor defender. He's not a good defender. He's one of the worst defenders in the league on ball. He he can't. He's slow-footed. He can't keep up with perimeter players. And he just can't keep up with other stronger forwards as well. Mm-hmm. The Lakers are the 12th seed for a reason. They're not a good team. You can throw all these stats at me that they have, like, some of the best lineups. Listen, the Lakers do something good. the second-best offensive lineup, not just one of them. The second-best offensive lineup. How? What's the sample size on that? Uh, I believe it's over 200 minutes played. Okay. 150 possessions. With me, I, I just don't see the Lakers. Put some fucking respect on us. 150 possessions is like three games, bro. I just said how many minutes? 203. You got a, you got some good teams on there, and you got some teams like the Heat and Thunder. With all uh, the respect, number one, who are are the number one seed in the Western Conference is the Nuggets. Yes, for sure. Okay, on this list, their lineup has played so much more minutes, though. Who the Nuggets? Yes, yeah, three hundred forty six. They're deservingly number one, absolutely. But you have the Lakers number two, Jazz number three, the Heat number four, Bulls number five, and but that's a decent lineup, honestly. Warriors number six, Kings number seven, OKC number eight. I still don't think the Lakers make the playoffs. They probably make the play-in. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if you get into play-in. Can LeBron and AD win you it? Yeah, they can. But they're not a formidable team in the West, and I still doubt they'll make the playoffs. I do. You know, Sacramento is still going to be a great team. Respect to them. 
Denver Nuggets are still going to be great. The Clippers, Kawhi is coming back on the scene. The Dallas Mavericks are not dropping off. The Pelicans, Mm -hmm. we'll see how far they fall off without Zion and B.I., but when they come back, I like them. I agree. Uh, The West is stacked, and really, I I don't see much of a gap difference between the Lakers and the Utah Jazz. It's two similar teams to me. I've seen the Lakers go toe to toe. I've seen I've seen the Lakers go toe to toe with the Houston Rockets, and the Rockets make it a, a competitive game with them. Oh no! And then you don't mention the Grizzlies. I'm glad. The Grizzlies game. Um, it's <laughs> no, Grizzlies. no, no, it's fine. They're don't cocky. mention that. They're cocky. Um, don't mention it. Where LeBron played poorly and we still won. For his standards, of course. I'm just saying. I don't know. I just think the Lakers are whack. fucking respect on us. I think effect. they're whack. It's okay. They're the team I, I at least right. want to watch in the NBA. I'm, the I may turn them on because LeBron's playing. Houston? Houston, Jaylen I watch Green. them sometimes, but not a lot of Be times. Be honest, that's an idiotic take. That the Lakers are whack? So long as LeBron James some, some is nice playing Lakers basketball, what do you mean uh, you don't want to watch them? Well, you were going on your rant, by the way. He was pulling up all this Brock Purdy propaganda. It was pretty nuts. Cool. No, I, he moves nasty. It's, it's pretty crazy. He moves <laughs> nasty. <laughs> Brett Coleman. I know. He knows. Uh, he knows also, non related to Rui, but um, Joe Namath did say he would let Aaron Rodgers wear number 12 if he came to the Jets. He's retired right now. Congrats. He don't even deserve number 12. Who? It was whack. Joe Namath? I mean, he's, he might be okay. whack in the NFL, but he's not for the Jets. Another thing to acknowledge is that the Wizards, really, you did allude to it a little bit in terms of their draft history. Oh, my God. It stems back to, like, 2014 and how horrible they are as a drafting organization. They're just Shit, it's pretty spot. fucking neck and neck with with Bad the Hornets, spot. honestly. Like a The big Hornets three. at least have LaMelo. Like, of recent memory, yeah. since 2014, goodness God. They it's re- easier for them to rebuild. Who? The Hornets. I agree. The, the Wizards, the big three of KP, Kuzma, and Bradley Beal is nasty. They're about to get paid, too. And they're, yeah, and they're not Kuzma trading Kuz. Wants to stay. They're not trading yes. Kuz. Porzingis is under contract. Beal just got a big extension. They're the 12th seed right now, too, right? And this is kind of this team isn't getting better. Like, no one's coming in and making this team a, a top five seed. Are you waiting for me? It's rough. No, apparently you were going to fucking clown me, allegedly. Because um, <laughs> you know, you know, Riv, and I respect your opinion. You know, my Lakers are coming. And that's why you told me you're 50 50 on them because you understand that they're better than you anticipated um, and that you've been talking. I am 50 50 because. I've watched a couple of Lakers games due to the fact that sometimes there's no games on. So I would just go they're watch rude. them play. No, I know um, they're getting rude. But they put on some really good performances. I'm not going to yeah, say they're no cap. Shit. They've been um, pretty good lately. You know, I wouldn't say they're completely whack like Joel, but they're not that it's good. Rough seed. Yeah, you know, they, they put on some <laughs> they put on some um, some entertaining back games. Back to back with Blazers yeah. and Grizzlies. Um, that, that Blazers suck. We were up 14. Then we were down 20, 24, 25. Which is nuts to do all that. And then one again. There's, there's by not even digits. enough time in a game. To <laughs> That's what I'm like saying. That. But, um, now we dropped a crazy second half. Just to oh talk about God. the move, if you can get some player that's better than 90% of your roster, I think for the most part, it's somewhat of an okay fuck move. You, you know, you me? gave up three second round picks. As LeBron says, fuck them picks. Um, but yeah, yeah, Rui's not a good defender. Um, he relies heavily on the mid range game and he. Struggles with creation, you know, so if you put a good defender on him. I think in terms of this dynamic with Rui, with the Lakers, with Westbrook, LeBron, you you need three-point shooting. I don't think you need more mid-range shooting. So I'm I'm interested to see how Catch this and shoot threes. I apologize to interrupt you. He's not bad. He's, he's like not, around 37. No, percent yeah, He's that's, average. That's pretty good. I, uh, I'm very interested to see the fit. I'm very interested to see how Rui definitely helps the Lakers because the Lakers have been okay as of lately. They got some good wins, some solid wins, and they're trying to climb back into the plan. I do agree that LeBron and AD can get you a play. Like if they get into the for plan, sure, they sure. can win the plane. I'm not gonna sit here and call them like trash to the point where they can't win the plane. You got LeBron and AD. What if they face Golden State? 
They can't win that fucking. Do you understand? But like you guys keep talking about like us being the 12th seed. We're three games out of fifth place. No, the, that, that's the thing. Like, the, that's the, why this conversation, yeah. like, you, it's really lazy. The, it's the lazy. Last... You guys, like, the conversation you're giving me with the Lakers is lazy. It's not lazy because no, all the teams No, it's super are, lazy. All the We're teams three are... games out with LeBron, with Anthony Davis out, not playing for weeks. We are three games out of the fifth seed. So, again, to tell me and sit here, they're the 12th seed. What's there more to say? say no, it's bigger than just you, Riv. Because that's sorry. all I've heard. It's bigger than you, Riv. <laughs> I was just it's all about okay. you, Riv. Okay, they're only three games oh, behind the fifth seed, right? Uh, Nuggets are better than them, right? Uh, you don't have to fucking convince me. I Gri- had them Gri- coming Gri- as my number one team. Grizzlies are better than them, right? Yeah. The Kings are In better. In a series, th- I don't fucking know. Go ahead. <laughs> the Kings are better than them, right? In a series, I'm taking the fucking Lakers. All right, going forward in the regular season, though, because they have to they have to finish off this regular and season. AG's strong. coming back as soon as this week. To be fair, to say Suns don't have D book. Steve D book is coming back. The Suns they're only one game behind the fifth seed. They're the seventh right now. D book is coming back. Cat is coming back for the T Wolves soon. You're taking they just all- lost to the Rockets. It's like you have no respect. They're inconsistent. The Warriors are the tenth seed right now. <laughs> Again, another thing that's not talked about: Austin Reeves and Lonnie have been out also, and we're still winning games. Every game is close. Respect <laughs> them. Austin yeah, Reeves and Lonnie John, John, John. Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker are very good role players. No, okay. they're, like they're y'all, no, are y'all are Cut laughing. Y'all are laughing. I just heard all three of you guys and including John what if you wanted. I just said they're laugh. good players. It's just that y'all are Nuts. lacking respect. And I again, just, it's lazy. I just Nuts. feel like there's a gap between Lakers fans and like reality. I'm like, not again. You're like, do you think you could win a championship this year? Yes. <laughs> like, that's okay, what we, that's, 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 like that's this role. That's what we get lost. That's what Forget all that. It's not with the Nuggets. Like, the Nuggets, I look at them, I yeah. still trust them for will, sure. Will the Lakers finish better in the regular season than these teams I'm about to name? The Nuggets? No. No. The Grizzlies? No. No. The Kings? Probably not. No. The Pelicans? No. It depends on Zion and B.I. Are you going to go yes or no? Just say yes or no. All right, I'm assuming that they're healthy. I'm going to say no. You're, so you're saying no. Yes. So that's three teams that okay. we have yes for. Mm-hmm. The Mavericks. They could. Okay. Keep going. Just keep going. The Clippers. Should be in they could. They've been on a fucking heater. They could. Okay. That's two teams. I'll keep those teams in track. Keep okay. Going. The Suns. D-Book coming back. I'm not a fan of the Suns. Okay. So yes. The Jazz. Yes. The Timberwolves. Yes. The Warriors. That's why I have difficulty. I'm going to say no. Okay, so the so, relevant teams were the Clippers, Mavs, Timbs. Those are the relevant. So ones. the definite yeses that the Lakers will not finish over have have been the Nuggets, Grizzlies, Kings, and the Warriors. That's four. So you have the Lakers at the fifth seed. They definitely. What could about be. the teams on the border that shoot it? That that he's the not cl- taking the Clippers over? is solely for the fact that it's hard for me to trust the health of these two guys. Mm. Where yes, I'm with you. AD is definitely not a trustworthy player either, but he's more trustworthy. Of, I, didn't, of I, didn't, recent, I didn't give you pushback. I'm, I'm just looking at you because yeah. you're in my direct line of vision. I don't want it to make sure that it's just a you conversation. It's to everyone. AD is, has proven over these last two seasons to be more trustworthy than Kawhi and Paul George in terms of availability. Yes, Kawhi, when he's on the court, similar to AD, is a fucking dog. But I can also acknowledge that the Lakers still are playing really good basketball and have just been losing close games at the end because they don't have that guy, a.k.a. Anthony Davis. When he's back, it's a different conversation. The fact that without AD and the loss of Austin Reeves and the loss of Lonnie Walker to still be three games out of a fifth seed when you guys constantly, again, like I keep alluding to, just say the 12th seed and we stop talking about the Lakers, it's lazy you, and it just lacks respect. Is that a lack were, of is that were, 12 and 16 with AD? Is that correct? 
I think they're like twelve and nine in the stretch. They're they're definitely over five hundred. The the Blazers and the Lakers we've made adjustments. But is that because of the West? Darvin Ham is coming and done a really great job. Or are you guys playing really great? I think so it's a to little start, bit of both. no, just a little bit of both. I will say of recent, we've been in every single game. Yeah. The Lakers are eleven and sixteen within the conference. The West. It probably stems from a lot. The West earlier. is very close. The West is inconsistent. It's a lot of teams that are they should be. And again, better we started not. off. We didn't know. We didn't have a true identity. Russ was still in the starting lineup. He moved. Then things started to get comfortable. Russ coming off the bench. He's been amazing these last nine. He's been amazing. The, the, one of the reasons why he's a leader to be a sixth man of the year. Shout out to my boy John Tortorelli. Absolutely. But now we haven't. We, we've figured out a scheme that's working. We've we've adjusted to the new identity. Darvin Ham's done a great job of coaching these boys. And again, this is without who has been, for the majority, our best player in Anthony Davis. LeBron has come in and absolutely backpacked in his absence. That's without a doubt. Since turning 38, I mean, he has been averaging over 35 points per game. He's been a fucking animal. And he is the main reason why we've been so good. But you can't forget the fact that we have just been playing very consistent basketball for a while now. So there's seven and four in the new year. Anthony Davis with LeBron James. When they, Anthony Davis, when, they, when he's played with LeBron James this season, 8-11. Under five hundred again, but that was before the new year. Correct, but that also has to do with the new adjustments that we've made. Okay, so you're saying we we lack the true identity to start the season. I will say this, Drew. In this new year, new stretch, you beat Charlotte, you beat Miami, you beat Atlanta, you beat Sacramento. So you have two good good wins. Mm -hmm. You lost to Denver, bad. Mm -hmm. You lost to Dallas in a close one. You lost to Philly. Then you beat Houston. You lost to the Kings. Should have won that Dallas game. He was fouled. We can we uh, can admit that. But then you uh, beat Memphis and Portland. So. And again, this is with the loss of our best player all around and the loss of two of our key role, play, role players, Austin Reeves what do you and think your ceiling is? I understand what you're again, saying. Like I, I said, we, think... it's a fifth seed, and then in the playoffs, LeBron James, AD, you trust them. Like, of course, uh, that's me being a fan. Like, yeah, the Lakers are three games. But I genuinely games. believe we could, ease, we could be a playoff team firmly. The Lakers are three games behind the fifth seed, but they're also tied with the Blazers for the 13th seed. Okay, and the Blazers, you know? they're not they are not good. Yeah, but what I'm saying about that is that, yes, you guys are not far off from the fifth seed, but you have to count on these teams to lose continue, con- consistently. I mean, that's what they've been. That's what the West has done so far. I don't. And again, Mavericks been, and Luka will okay, not consistently yes, you can, lose. You can, if you want to say you have to count on these teams, but again, what you're not accounting for, which... I don't understand. Is they're that, behind right oh, now? Yeah, sure. When Anthony Davis has not played, y'all not five hundred. Yeah, y'all not five hundred with Anthony Davis. I, I, okay, again, but there's been new Same adjustments like since team, he's been. It, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, but so you think they're part. you think they're playoff locks? Then we could definitely make the playoffs for him. We'll come back. To well, this. you only said four teams that you really think yeah, no, they will finish over. De- yes, yeah. so that means they're playoff locks. You think they will finish six? So they will finish. The Lakers will finish with top six. Can't wait till April. Okay. I really want to come back to this conversation. Because the really here, only thing that could limit that from actually happening is that Anthony Davis is not 100%. Absolutely. We'll come back to this in April. Not what I want to bank on. I mean, really. I, listen, I think the Lakers are, they're cool. They're a fun No, you don't. Team. No, no, they're not. <laughs> they're you, just, you, you just you told me the that you don't. They are That's whack. Why, again, <laughs> it, was <laughs> lazy. it was lazy. The Lakers are whack. I'm sorry. They're whack. They're, they're, they're true dumb whack. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's fed up. It's all right. But, um, yeah, the Rui movie was okay. Yeah, you got some size, like, too. Damn, I feel like we, they're really bro, small, like, you know? Six, you know why I get so animated? Because we have so many great, we have so, bro, we have so many great teams to watch in the NBA right now. And people just want to talk about the Lakers. Like, it's LeBron. Why do we have this topic? Because Rui just got traded there. So then what's the issue? It's the only move. Yeah, but this the only trade move, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, there's so many great teams, like, bro. 
Come on, man. I'm just tired of Yo, Lakers. No, I'm no. sorry. I, mean, I think he's getting mad because yeah. he saw a tweet the other day that the Kings don't have national televised games and the Lakers have a lot. I you think have, that's what you have the Kings clear the Lakers. The bro. That's what they clear ya. Their defense is mad. like the beam, baby. They <laughs> clear ya. It's not good. Sabonis, man. Fox. Y'all slept. Y'all. On Sabonis, for sure. You slept on Fox. You said that no, he I was Colin Sexton. No, I didn't. I didn't at all. No, you I'm slept playing. on Colin. You, you, I was going to say, no, stop. That's a that's a Riv thing. I'm sorry to throw a stone, Riv. Oh, no, I don't give a fuck. I know. Yeah, so I'm just letting it be known. Really moved me. Yeah. Go wrap it up. Rui. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. We'll see where the Lakers rank in the standings in a couple in a couple days. We'll be back here on the basketball pod. That's right. Y'all wow. keep laughing. Wait, so, wait, the Lakers so, keep winning. Oh, they're only three. They're only three games behind the fifth seed. So over under, they will be the ten seed by Friday when we record the podcast again. Ad the West is so. How about tough. how about you give me this? Give me till the thirty first end of the month. Okay, a week from today. Yes. Okay. Because AD's coming back. Because AD's coming back. Okay. And Kevin Durant is not playing. When the that's, net, when that's the one you got to steal, we definitely need that. Yeah, Kyrie could drop fifty though, and so can LeBron James. I don't know about fifty. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, keep sleeping. <laughs> now he had fifty this year, right? Yeah, I mean I he's LeBron he fucking James. What am I got to say? Yeah, I think he did have fifty. This year. He did have, and this is why that that fan shot. I think it was uh, who was it? Uh, I apologize. King. I'm a big LeBron fan. Look, got him on my computer. Eat it. You're sick. You're just sick. You man. are. Sticker. Look, t- Tatum. All right, fellas. That's my guy. We just need. We just need Luca. Let's go. We just need Luca. So he just needs a triple. Oh, and they need a win. <laughs> Who are they playing? Phoenix. Washington. Washington. Okay. 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 Luca has twenty-two, four, and three. So I just need them assisting. Tyler Wallace said he wants to hear you say "fly eagles, fly riff." He did not say that. Yes, he did. I just read it right, read it right now. It's not a super chat though. Oh, come on, let the fly eagles fly. How much? Fly, fly eagles fly. Eagles fly. Uh, Santos donated two dollars. <laughs> last super chat will read. <laughs> Lakers <laughs> equals trash. <laughs> you know what? Santos is is one hundred percent valid to send that. Absolutely, I'm okay with that. I wasn't waiting for his hoodie for two months. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he he probably got it because my dad and his shipped at the same time. And my dad got his today. Yeah. Send me a, uh, a picture of it, actually. He wanted me to shout that out. Shout out to Pavel. Shout out, Pops. But, um, shout out, Pops. So he probably yeah. got it today. He probably got it today. So that's going to do it for episode 249. You guys can follow us on Twitter at Pick Aside Pod, on Instagram and TikTok at Pick Aside Podcast. Thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you next time. This is Colin Kelly from the road Fantasy Football Podcast Network. In case you didn't know, the show you are listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. And over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team podcast network and business operations now they are raising another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be a part of a growing startup. You can invest as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. BlueWire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which in turn will help this show continue to grow. If you would like to be part of the BlueWire Invest round or want to find out more information go to wefunder.com forward slash blue wire